Recorded live. To that point, but they're not listening. And they're not listening, but then they're yet and still expecting or demanding the same uh, responsibilities. Yet they're not changing. Yet they're not changing. Unfortunately for me, uh, and with that question, I just point out every indiscrepancy that there is. And that usually doesn't end well for me, but I've gotten to this point now, 10 years in, where I'm just like, whatever. Well, you know, for me, um, it's more so if well, how we resolve that issue is um, she knew I was a, a, a biblical-minded person. So I had to go off of, you know, I am aiming to do the right thing, and your place is this as my place is that. So we want to follow this order, vice the order that that our parents told us to follow. So we started there, and it was still some resistance, but, but consistency uh, made it to the point where it was easier for her to follow someone that was consistent about trying to do the right thing, even though you fall short. Just the consistency of trying to do the right thing is it, honored, and it doesn't go you know, um, unnoticed, pretty much. Have you ever had a knockdown drag out about treating her like a child when you're trying uh, to instruct no. help her? Well, the only one that was knocked down and dragging out is her because I'm not going to allow you to speak to be knocked down and dragged out if I'm trying to consistently do the right thing. Now, if you and, – and eventually she, can, she comes back and apologizes. And there's been some things that I was flat out wrong on, and it was knocked down and, and dragged – and dragged out, but then I will come back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very special jam-packed edition of Todd Morris tonight, this 26th day of September 2017. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We're kicking off the show tonight with a little married men don't talk. Because I often say, I really believe it's not my business how she treats me. It's only my business how I treat her because I'm obligated to treat her a certain way. So if she wants to come back and apologize, I'm not apologizing to you just so I can that can be reciprocated. I'm apologizing to you for something I did and I did wrong. So I apologize. Now, if that comes with an apology, it it, it might come with an apology and it might come with an OK. And it might come with a I told you it was wrong. I'm glad God got you. It might come with all of that. But that, that ain't my business. I'm just doing my part and apologizing for the wrong I did. Hmm. I, I can feel that. Yeah, I can feel that. That, that, was, that was right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Troy, you um, you alluded to something earlier, and I want to recall it, um, because a, a lot of the things that are posted on social media um, tell us that black love is complicated. Do you agree with that? Well, if someone were to to state that to me, I would first ask, well, in what context? You know, if 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 you mean is it is it complicated because you know our black men and, and black women are are we just harder on one another, or do we have more expectations of one another? Um, so if someone were to say, well, is black love complicated? I just want to know, well, um, what do they mean by complicated? Like what if what an example, like, you know, as far as, um, 
you know, we we are dealing with with dating, we are dealing with maintaining healthy and prosperous, you know, marriages, uh, all within, you know, this 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 landscape of the the social injustices and, and racism that we face as black people on a regular basis and trying to even just as being single and just, you know, going out there every day trying to take care of ourselves, hold down a job and just, just going out there and, and hope that you can come home alive, that in and of itself is something that we have to navigate carefully and, you know, learn to navigate just being by ourselves. And now we're, we're trying to date and marry one another within this system of uh, oppression. If someone were to say, well, in that context, uh, black love is complicated, then I would agree, okay, yeah, it, it is. I guess it could be a little complicated when you do have this significant amount of African-American women who are single and unmarried, and the men are getting, you know, locked up in, in record numbers, getting shot out in the street, uh, denied, denied um, education, denied uh, employment. And so there is going to cause a rift or a breakdown in the black household in, you know, African-American dating. So, um, you know, I guess for some people, you know, that is, that is a, a, a sign of complication or, or complexity. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we make it difficult on ourselves sometimes. We make it difficult for the fact that, you know, so many people come in or they get together for, you know, different reasons, you know, different reasons, I should say. And sometimes that reason is not always for, again, love and finding that person you match up with uh, that's going to, you know, uh, get through life with you. You enjoy life with them as a partner, as a husband, life or whatever. A lot of times people get with each other because of status or financial status or people say, well, with this person, I can be on a come up, you know, if you will. Uh, some women, you know, after they had two, three kids, hey, I found the guy, he's going to love me and my kids, and he's going to get us out of this little situation we're in to do better or whatever. So sometimes in the pretenses of what people come into a relationship with, it it, it, it makes a difference, you know. And, Rodney, I just wanted to touch on this for a minute, what you were saying earlier about the, you know, putting in the tip, to put the tip in. But I dated a woman, and we're in the same social circle. That's how I met her. You know, and the one the guy said earlier about, you know, first impressions, and I wanted to make a good first impression, you know, and I didn't do nothing extravagant to me. I didn't think it was extravagant. I did something that was really nice. I wanted to impress her, you know, and I did what I did. We went out, thought we had a good time, thought we hit it off real good. Later on, it got back to our social circles. She said, you know, well, I don't know why he did all that, what he did, you know. I don't know. He thought he was going to get some sex that night, you know. He said, at that point, that wasn't my intentions. You know, my intentions was doing, you know, having a good date, making her feel good about me, hoping that we could, you know, continue to continue to date each other. You know, but that was a turnoff because it seemed like she thought that's all I was after. You know, at that point, you know, and I'm really trying to get to know wow. the woman. So again, we make mm-hmm. it difficult on ourselves sometimes. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. We do make it difficult on ourselves sometimes. And one thing you can definitely not do is worry about someone else's personal hang-ups. Mm. So someone else's personal hang-ups can't become your own. If you know what your intentions are, then it is what it is. You know what I mean? Hey, hey brother, mm-hmm. hey, the brother speaking, what's your name, if you don't mind me asking? 
Marvino. Marvino. Okay, nice meeting you. Hey, when you say that though, do you are you saying that 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 Sam should have gave her a pass? No, I'm not saying that at all. I mean, whatever choice or decision he makes is whatever choice or decision he makes. All I'm saying is is that he wanted to take her out on a date because he wanted to spend some time with her and enjoy her company. He didn't have no intentions of trying to have sex with her. Now, if it would have popped off, I'm pretty sure he would have done it. But that wasn't his intention at all. His intention was just to have a good time with this female. But her own personal hang-ups got in the way of that. Later on, she said, I don't know why he did that for because he thought da-da-da-da-da. That's her personal hang-up. Well, you, well mm-hmm. it wasn't, I don't believe it was a really a personal hang-up. I believe that that's what was the expectation from the previous date that she might have done. You know, um, normally when guys go on dates and they spend a lot of money, if in, in, in some other girl's uh, dating life, every time a guy spends over $50, he's expecting to, you know, follow her up to her house for drinks and that's what she's probably been getting if that's the response she got from somebody just wanted to take her out for a nice dinner right I mean that, so it, it could be that right. too either way that's in her mind yeah. you, it's hard to judge one one person because of somebody else I mean you you really shouldn't do that I, I mean you know you gotta meet everybody with a clean slate because you never know who you might be meeting your husband right now. and yeah Next thing you know, you don't shoot him off. He going somewhere else. You know what I mean? Now I got to take another three years before you meet him again. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying. Think, I think based based on what you were saying, I think ideally, in a perfect world, that would be. Um, I, th- I think that would be I'm, par for the course. That, but you know, right. I, I think it's unfortunate that people, when you're out here, if you're an active data, you are going to come across people who will prejudge you or who will That's treat true. you based on, you know, their previous experience, you know, and you are going to have, you know, what is, what is to come about if you are on a date with a young lady and because of where you went to school or what fraternity you pledged or what social circle you're around or where you're from, this and there, she's already prejudging you and she's already uh, predicting in her mind, you know, the, the rationale behind everything you're doing, you know, i.e. you take her to a nice uh, restaurant and, and, you know, one of those high-fluid restaurants, she's thinking, okay, he's doing this because he is expecting sex afterwards, and which may, which may or may not always be the case, but you are dealing with uh, people, some people who are out here, and they, they make decisions based on um, prejudging you or just I'm going to, to have this belief in you just based on what I experienced before you. Now, now let me let me just answer. I'm going to just say one thing real quick. I don't want y'all to <laughs> judge me or anything. But let me ask y'all a question. In all honesty, when you do see that female that you like and you're like, wow, I want to get to know her a little bit better, do you not at some point in your mind think, man, I want to have sex with this girl? Does does not does not most of the conversation, most of the actions that we take, the first impressions that we make, the all of this does it not lead to us ultimately the ultimate goal being to have sex with this person? Yeah, I it mean, at some point, you know, 
Yeah, it depends. I mean, you seeing that woman, you're like, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm a man. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at her. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have that little lust. Yeah. But, you know, again, you know, as a man, you know, I mean, you know, it's going to be my main objective. Like, as soon as I can crack in there, you know, oh, I can see her. I got to have her right now, you know. And I, I understand your question. But, yeah, you know, just answer the simple answer. Yeah, you know, but, again, if I'm going to treat this woman, you know, as such, you know, still be a gentleman and a whole nine, you know, I'm not just going to be a dog, you know. I mean, I'm quite sure my, all of us may have been to or may have not been to that period in our life when we just, you know, hey, if I see it, if I could jump on it, as soon as I can jump on it, you know, and then I'm moving on maybe. But, yeah, if you got a desire for her and she turned you on like that and she looked good, you know, yeah. But, again, you know, well, you don't want to. You want to do it and make it, you know, where it's not, if that's your objective, your ultimate objective, then you're done, one and done or whatever. But I'm hoping I could do this on a regular. We'd be together for a while, you know? Yeah, it, I, don't right. think, I don't think that the objective is to uh, to, to have sex. I mean, the, uh, the attraction to two people is just the attraction to two, of two people. What happens is, based on her next conversation or, or what she say next out of her mouth, if she alludes to be a freak, guess what she's going to be? And now she just got scratched off the wife list or the potential wife list. Now she just became one of the numbers in the book. But if she carries herself and she's attractive as she should carry herself, then you won't disrespect her even in your mind because that's where the disrespect starts. It starts in your mind. So if she says something like, I wonder how X, Y, Z, then you'll know that ain't the one for you. You know, if you if but if she's if she's not talking about the conversation of sex and you're not ca- talking about the conversation of sex and y'all just really honestly trying to get to know each other, then you know now she's becoming your friend, and sex is not the furthest thing away from your mind, and it's on your mind, but you don't want to disrespect her by entertaining a tech kind of conversation, especially if she's a respectable person because you're so afraid to get right. turned away from being disrespectful. But you don't want to be paying for meals and going to the friend zone either. You see what I'm saying? You, you, you know, that, that, that's the idea. The idea is to be friendly and all that. But uh, I don't think mo- many people take people out who they're not willing to have sex with, who, who don't look attractive in a certain way or attractive physically because we're visual creatures. So you don't yeah. want to get hey, hey, And his question, and I, I think 6ix9ine touched on it, his question was, you know, I guess, do you want to have sex with her? I personally believe a man is not going to want to spend time with a woman he met unless he wants to have sex with her. That's first and foremost. Now, he won't, he might not, you know, treat her that way, but that's the core of the relationship, in my opinion. For every man that's meeting a new woman and he says, I want to get to know her better, I think it's because he want to have sex with her. The woman, too, though. You know, don't don't just put it all on the men. Now, the woman ain't going to be spending her time with somebody who, not unless she just want to try to get money from him, but for the most part, she's not going to waste her time like that either. She's going to be like, "Ooh, I can, I can do some things with this guy," or you know, I can see us going some places. I can see me sleeping with him. These are conversations that women don't want us to know what they're having, but they do have those conversations in their mind too. So don't get it twisted like it's all on us. Hey, but oh I yeah, but there, 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 women. I think it's more cases of women that um, probably. They do want to have sex, but probably just want to see what they can get out of it, even if they're not necessarily attracted to the guy. Or maybe they're giving it some time to see if they can be attracted to the guy. 
Whereas a guy is not going to spend time, I believe, with a woman that he's not sexually attracted to. Yeah, I was going to say, Darren, not to make it so straight-laced now. I mean, I know, and then what you just kind of came back and alluded on, I mean, there's some women out here, you know, that, you know, enjoy or want sex just as much, if not more, than men. So, you know, it's there, but as far as you were saying, you know, she a freak. I mean, if you meet a woman and, hey, you know, it happened to go there, you know, and I've seen this before, you know, as we all know about Facebook, both Facebook had a question, you know, if, a woman has sex with you on the first date, would you continue dating her and stuff like that? You know, I mean, the ultimate thing of, you know, are you going to judge her? Well, she's not a lady. She did me. She must have been a whole bunch of other guys or whatever. If a woman's feeling you, you know, at that point, if she's feeling you and that's what you two as adults decide to do, then that's what y'all do, you know. Uh, but like I say, you got some men out now. If you just that type of doggish-ass dude, excuse my language, you're that type of doggish dude, and you just want to hit it and quit it and move on, you know, that's one thing, you know. But sometimes, hey, if that woman really feeling you, you're really feeling her early on in that uh, meeting process, and that's what y'all decide to do, keep it going. If you really have an interest in her, keep it going. Just don't cut it off because, you know, brother who asked the question earlier about the sex, you know, he kind of used that word. He says that's your ultimate goal. Again, if that's your ultimate goal that you just want it, you know, that physical intimacy, some sex, and, you know, it is what it is. But if you saw more in her as far as, hey, I like her personality, I like that, yeah, I want to go ahead and, you know, get up in that thing, you know, when I, if I can. That's cool. But, again, is it thriving off something more than just the sex? Well, well when, when normally when – A lot of times nowadays people don't know how to connect any other way. Uh, women lead with uh, potential sex to get love, and men lead with potential love to get sex. And the deal of it is is people are not connecting or communicating, going back to what the gentleman was saying earlier. People don't know how to connect. They don't know how to date. They don't know how to get to know one another without some type of physical uh, presence. We've got cell phones. We've got all these different things. And people don't connect. They don't relate. All these people up here in the DMV area, they don't know how to relate. They know how to have sex, but they don't know how to relate. It's sad. Hey, you know what, Adam, my next question, my next question, I'm gonna, this is a short one. I said, because my next question was going to be, then why get married then? You know, why, if that's all you want to do is get some sex, you know, then, I mean, what's the purpose mm-hmm. of even getting married? That was my next thing, you know, Darren, well, when you get a chance to respond, but the other brother said, when you get a chance to respond, though, kind of put that in context for me, Darren, when you get a chance. Well, and I wanted to respond off of based off of what you was asking about uh, her two people just getting it on because they want to. Um, if you're if you're a man that you're looking for a wife, and if that woman that you like, you know what, it's just not going to just happen with her. If she give it to you, the first thing that man who's looking for a wife thinking, he's going to be thinking, dang, she did all that on the first night. That's what he's thinking, and. He, she turns into his mind at that particular moment a hoe or a go-to or one of the girls on the team. She doesn't turn into the – she don't go on the white page. She goes on the hoe page. So That's kind of sad. Because the only thing – well, if she's letting you get – if she's letting you get the back door, the front door, she's sucking your – she's doing everything under the sun to you on the first date, you can't say this is somebody who you want to be your wife. Not on the first date, because you're going to automatically judge her based off, dang, she gave me everything tonight. 
And but that's because she wants you. She wants you. She felt. Uh-huh. But what if she hey, felt? Hey, I'm just saying, for instance, Darren. What if she felt like, hey, you know, this the guy, and this is what I want to open up to him as, and that was you. That's what she did with you. So that's gonna take your mind frame into a whole something else, even though, you know, she might have a great Not personality the and the whole now. Okay. On wow. the first night. The, the expectation of the relationship on that first night is freaky deaky. That's the expectation mm-hmm. on the first night of that relationship. Honest men don't expect to get all of the whole shebang on that first night. And then she turns around and says, this is my first hey, night doing hey, that. Darren. Yeah. I got to jump in here. Just treats, man. What's going on? It's tea time. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, Pete? What's going on? I need you to Go stop, ahead. man. Okay. I'm going to need you to stop. Only because... <laughs> We grown folks here. You, I know you just hitting the forty forty club, but uh, uh, let's let's be honest. We grown men uh-huh. here. The first thing we do when we we attract to a woman is lust. So when we talk about lust, depending on how you meet this girl, okay? Did you meet her in the library? Did you meet her at Starbucks? What type? Did you meet her at the club? Um. Did you meet at church? It's going to be the dependence on how you react. But all first reactions, because, you know, we're we're predators. So our first reaction is, is, wow, her body is nice. I would love to see how she is in the sheets. But you, your mind changes through the conversations you have that night. Um. Remember, you know, a, a lot of us is not saved, so a lot of guys out there are going to drink and meet, and so the conversations are going to go a little different. We've had conversations on this phone where we talked about you're going to meet the representative first. You never meet the real person. So, um, Wait, down, that ain't even no, a, that ain't even an argument. That ain't no, that no, ain't. That, I'm, I'm just saying. Even, okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, um, we just got to be honest. The first thing we, we, we would love to do is have sex with this woman. If she goes all out, that could be a plus. I mean, there's there's not a guy that's not been on his phone that has got his nose wide open for a girl that uh, has been a lot. A, a okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, B-Town. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If it, Irregardless of the way you meet this. The conversation indeed is getting steamy. Lady, if you went out on a date with her, you purchased a meal for the date or however the night goes, and things start to go like you leading it up to her bedroom. Going to the bedroom and, and going the to get a glass of wine, that's one thing. Kissing, funneling, that's, a, that's one thing. You're listening to married but men, don't talk. Over, turning you out, giving you the booty hole. Right here live. It's tonight. And baby oh, oil all over the place, got chains and whips all over the place. If she do that kind of turn off, don't tell me you. Or let me ask you this: Would that be a potential wife of yours on the first night? She do all of that stuff to you. Is that a potential wife? I'm not no, saying you're not going to take it. it. You're going to take it. But is that going to be a potential wife? That's well, a lot we of know what a potential we're wife on the first, first night. night. So cool. We don't so cool. for a potential wife on the first night. That's the problem. Is that we we were enjoying then and then we went out on that second night. Now when we go back out. 
if if she's a return date, she if she deserves a second date. We ain't talking about hey. the second. We ain't talking about the second date to smash. Hey, if, we talking if, about a potential if, wife. If she come yeah, like that, if, if she come that like that, a wife on the first date because that's a lot of tricks. Like, you, you you still not looking for that because you're a man. You look <laughs> on the first date. You want to see if tight. You want to see if you can get to that girl and get her to do what you want her to do. That's a lot of tricks that first night, though. That's a lot of tricks. She passed the test. Hold she on. She passed the test. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. She's coming like that on I'm the first night. I'm going to the jury store tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. The jury store. Heck yeah, that's waifu material. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So if, if you do, okay, now check it. Like, say she has kids or say she, you know, she's had sex before, okay, which most of them have. Um, you don't go into this expecting and saying, hold up, if you do it for Fred and, and Ray Ray and them, I know you're going to go all out for me because I'm, I'm the catch. I'm the, you know, how you going to put a limit on somebody's feet? I'm the pedophilia. How you going to try how you gonna try to put a limit on somebody's freakiness on what they do in the bedroom to determine whether they're gonna be a good wife or not? Right. We talking, I'm talking not about first, again. We talking about we talking about first night, and after the first night, that's a lot of drinks. Every, I'm, I'm just saying that's <laughs> she giving you the she giving you the whole everything, the back door, every. I mean, she's thinking out. She got the Ooh, jelly wee. and the syrup. And she tossing salad. I'm talking everything nasty. Not you don't salad. Even know you always you. gotta be. You always gotta hey, be so okay. dramatic, man. <laughs> if she gives hey, you man, all that, you gotta I'm, go get tested. You, you gotta go get tested. Enough for love. Oh, if she do all that, I'll find up for love taps. <laughs> that's a lot. Hey, but you know, hey, 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 look. Don't throw that one back in the water. I know the problem with that is. Hey, hey, the problem with that. The problem with that is not the sex; it's just how reckless it is. Like that's way reckless. Like right. that's, that's what you're gonna have a problem with. But, if, but, but at the same time, but at the same time, what if you have just normal sex? Does that disqualify her from being your wife? Now that now now what happens is a lot of these people would turn up at my table because they started their relationship off with sex, but now when it's time to talk and pay bills, they find out that the person is irresponsible later on, and they because because they were blind. By trying to figure out who the person was because they were just always having sex. Now you got married, you you getting married, now you got kids, now you got responsibility, now you got bills together, and you know they're not responsible or they don't know how to drive or you find out she don't know how to cook or you find out all these things that you wanted in a woman, but you didn't look at all those things, the qualities of a real woman. You looked at the quantity amount of times that she was having sex with you until it become a real issue. But the problem with that problem with that is you don't see the ones who don't. You don't see the ones who stay in the honeymoon phase for 25 years. They don't turn up at your table. So what you see is always an automatic 100% something went wrong. But you don't see the ones that are doing it right, that did it and, and, and made it. Because I'm sure there's people that had sex with their wife the first night, and, and, they, and they made it, and they did well, they're doing well. I mean, I'm not going to plan that. About, I'm talking about most of the people, most of the people, when you ask them how long did you wait to have sex in your relationship before you guys got married, it's 
mostly right away. Now, I'm not saying it's not no relationships out there that they had and they got they hit it off. I'm talking about the people that come to my table. You ask them about their sex life or what, what happened. It's hey man, she fell off. Man, she used to give it to me. when we were dating. Man, I used to get it four times a day. The guy Brian, I mean, I don't know his name uh, on this show. I forgot his name, and he's on the show. He says that I waited until I was a 40-year-old virgin, and I got married to this woman, and I expected two or three times a day every day of the week. And when she didn't give it to me, because like she said she was, I divorced her because she didn't hold up her end of the party. Yeah, but then we heard, we've heard that. I mean, it's 24 hours in a day. If you can't, you know, if, 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 I mean, ain't nobody doing sex every 24 hours of the day. So if that happens or whatever, you know, and then like we said before, like you said, I've heard women, we've heard stories where, you know, when people were dating, oh man, they was doing everything. They was doing it off the chandelier, off the ceiling fan and all that. And then once they got married, you know, it slowed down in the whole nine yards. So, Whatever it is, you know, when it comes to that sexual, like, say, a 24 hours in a day. So at some point, you know, even before you advance in your relationship where you end up in a marriage, I would hope, even at some point, and then you seem different, but I would hope, you know, uh, aside from the couples that you've seen or people in general at this point, look, we did this, we did this, but now we're going into this serious commitment, and, hey, we got to have some more understanding than just, the bedroom, and that's what people fell in. I think the brother said that, I guess, talked about miscommunications, non-communications, and things that people don't do, you know. And, again, like I said, with the dating difficulties, relationship difficulties, we bring it on ourselves because we allow ourselves to get caught up and whatever and not really get to the meat and the heart. Again, it's 24 hours in the day. At some point, we got to have some type of discussion about other things when we start moving in, when we start living together, you can't even when your bills become that. my bills. We got to deal with that. But you can't even you concentrate, Daddy, if she turns you out on the first date. You can't even concentrate and even thinking about that because uh, you just tossed your salad last night. You ain't thinking about uh, no bills. You ain't thinking about all that other stuff. You talking about crazy. you thinking about man. Man, I'm usually I'm usually I'm usually with you, but at this point, man, I can't see that. That's crazy. Hold up, hold up. There's gotta be some kind of man code here. Isn't there some kind of man code? Isn't there a flag? Flag on the flag. No, 15 yards. Years of dating, and 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 love set 
sets in the air and marriage sets in and all the other stuff, I was very, very pleased with my choice because I was like, wow, I mean, I mean, you know, but don't do that on the first day. Please. Shouldn't that teach you something, though? Like, I, I think we have a hard, I think people misread what we call red flags. So the woman that the, the woman that your wife is, let's say, for an example, if you all had sex the first night, you think that that would somehow change who she is? You you, you probably didn't. It sounded like you didn't. Exactly. And, exactly. Probably, and, I probably and, wouldn't but, have, I probably wouldn't even and, entertain you know what I'm saying? I know, but that's now, what I'm trying to tell you. That's something that you should, that I think that you can learn from. Like, the, I'm certain that your wife has had, possibly had a one night stand in her life. I don't know. And, I, w- I wouldn't or, or, or want to know, but. <laughs> okay. Man code, man code. Hey, look. I guess my point is, you can miss out on a good thing if. I, you can miss out on a good thing if you judge her because say you had sex really quick with her, or or anything right, else. Right. I even think what Sam, I oh, even think what, what Sam did when that girl said, he, he, "What did he think he was going?" That was just probably just a. She should, probably shouldn't have said that, but I bet you you can't really tell who she is just from that statement, though. Well, that was my yeah, statement earlier. That's just not fair. That's guilt. That's almost like guilting. I've talked to females. And you, and when you start talking about sex and stuff like that, they're careful about what they tell you they will do. Well, they're careful about what they will do because they don't want to be perceived a certain way. But it, but, but it, right. it's kind of like a case 22. They know you're looking at them. And they don't want to say it, but they do want to say they enjoy it, and they don't want to let on to you that they're not willing to try. So you put them in a vicarious position to where they're locked up before you can ever talk to them. Can never get to them because they can't tell you. They can't communicate. You locked up their communication because you judge it. I'm on. I'm, it's not. I don't think it's called judgment when you get turned out and you don't want that. Because the my, the thing that goes on in the person's mind is, I wonder how many other people she's done this to on the first night. I mean, I mean, this is. This, I mean, this A is really, really. Embarrassing. I mean, when it comes yeah. in, when it becomes something embarrassing <laughs> to the man, you know, and then she says, oh, mm-hmm. this is my first time doing this to anybody. Are you really yeah. going to believe her if she did all of that to you on the first day? Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get a live on the talk show. What about the talk The 10 p.m. Central Standard Hour. Stay with us. You are listening to Todd Morris tonight. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to pick up? Are you going to pick up for the team, or are you going to pull the flag? The, the point. You're going to her. She's going to get bent. What do we? No, no, no. The point of the discussion is: is she's a potential wife? Do I want to? Do I believe that we are building a relationship based off of every time we see each other? It's going to be dinner and sex, movie and sex, drinks and sex, and then you know, because once you start it, you can't turn that one off. And then you, because you'll yeah, be like, well, "Dang, babe, we did it last night. Why are you gonna get saved today?" I mean, you, right. it won't. It will turn into a different conversation. Is all I'm saying. Hey, but that's how you find. That's how you. You're putting a woman in a position. You're putting in a woman's position, sort of like a Christian. So, like Christians talk about sex before marriage and everything, but they try to skate until you ask them the question: Did you have sex before marriage? Then they be like, "Uh, that that feeling right there." That somebody's going to ask you that question, 
against the word that you're giving them. That put, that that's how they feel. That's the predicament you put them in. I ain't saying I don't do hey, it. You know who I, you know who I think end up getting married. I, I think the people that end up getting married. Darren, what you was just explaining. So say you meet somebody and, and maybe y'all have sex really quickly, first date or whatever, however, really quickly. Then y'all go out second date, have sex. And then and then it reaches a point where, like, like let's, let's not have sex. This is how you make a marriage, in my opinion. Then, okay, you see how you guys deal with that. And if you guys can get past that, and then, you know, you get past the next whatever it is. That's how you find a marriage. You don't throw away the towel because that's simple-minded, in my opinion. Because a little bit changes as you guys get to know each other, and then a little bit changes as you guys get to know each other. Getting past those changes is how you find marriage, in my opinion. But, you know, guys, nope, what I'm nope. hearing, though, why we got to be so stiff-necked about sex? I mean, we all, like, it happens. Right. Sex, we know about sex. We all got here because two people had sex, unless somebody on here not know that, you know, was born from the test tube or whatever. But that's... A part of life. That's, you know, that's a part of life, okay? And we get so uptight about it. That's why it trip me out when people see somebody, you know, naked. They uh, they get all upset. What is wrong? Who tell who was born? And y'all let me know. But when a baby is born, I ain't never seen or never heard a baby born with a three-piece suit on, shoes and clothes. We born <laughs> naked. And people get so upset about Seeing somebody naked, it's like, oh, my God, they just, like, go out their mind. So, again, sex, you know, it's life. It's a reality. Okay. But, again, we are more than that. We are more than that when we come outside of, you know, whether you had it that you having it outside, in the car, in the bed. When you finish those, you know, two, three minutes or however long you last or whatever, when you're done with that, you know, I'm still a whole person. I'm still a whole individual. If we can't do more than that, you know, if we can't have a discussion with one another, we can't talk to another one unless we're in the bedroom or whatever it is. If you can't see me as a person or we can't connect and talk and deal with each other as a person, you know, beyond sex, if we have it, if we don't have it or whatever, why it's got to be such this stigma with sex when it's something that we as humans, we want, we desire, we equipped we have emotions about it. It's a part of us. Shoot, you're right. As a matter of fact, you're so right to the point where we talk about all the other stuff, but we don't talk about the significance of sexual compatibility. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem that you with the, see, yeah. the, the problem Go that ahead. you have to think about, the, the problem that you really have to think about. Of course, you have to. Sex is not a, a big issue. It shouldn't be a big deal. What the problem is. Sex does cloud the judgment and the mind because you're not thinking about if you're compatible in any other area. You just know you're compatible in this one, and a lot of people' mind is clouded to think that this is enough to make a relationship work. Don't tell them that. Flag on the plate. It's a man's show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be talking about that. Does it cloud everybody's mind? Let me play the advocate. I mean, really, I get it. I see what you're saying, and you're accurate. But well, how does one but, find out? How does one find but, out what he wants? How to pick somebody who you could be intimate with all the way around? How do we do that nowadays without sex? How do we do that when that's the majority of the way we relate? How, how, how does that happen? How does that work? I don't know. I don't think he can. 
I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I mean, I think you can with certain aspects, but in order to be able to be intimate totally, to be able to experience that totally, you got to experience it totally. That's the only way you're gonna know. There's no other way. I mean, you know, you got you got, you could you could be you. Could, you could be part intimate and saying, okay, we're not going to have sex. We're going to be celibate. We're just going to have conversation, go out to eat, enjoy each other's time in that way or whatever. But that's only a part because you can have sex with one another and, and find, oh, no, this person ain't doing it. This person don't cut it in that way for me. Or you might so have sex and decide, or, or, or you may people, have sex and decide that this person does. How many people eat one Pringle? You know what I'm saying? You can't just eat just one. If it's terrible, maybe you can go away on it and we'll think about it. But if it's good, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I'm just playing advocate with some reality here. The deal of it is, is how do you do that? This is the world we live in. This the way we deal. This is what we got to work with. How do you do that? I mean, I mean I, well, in my in my opinion, I, I was waiting on other people to answer, but in my opinion, you just have to choose. Um, and 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 a lot of people don't want to wait for choice to take place. They don't want to wait for the marriage because it still might not be good. They don't want to wait until uh, you know she gets saved and all. You know, they don't want to wait for all that because it, it it still could be not the best. You know what I mean? But if you just wait, and I and I'm speaking from a, 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 I'm, a I'm a person that didn't wait okay but this is what i tell my children and i know i'm not talking to a bunch of children but for the females that's listening if they was to they already got the upper hand they got the booty and they got something that we want if you don't give it to us on the first night nine times out of ten you're gonna get a second date and a third date if you don't give it to us on the second night because we looking to conquer like my man said earlier we looking as men we looking to conquer if we conquer it and we get to the finish line, and we surpass the finish line, now you became an object. You're not a potential anything. You're a potential Friday night. You're a potential one night a week, but wife ain't going to make the plate. You ain't going to make that plate. But if you're going to sit out there and hold out, and it's a it's somebody that you get into, and you get, you know, women got the got the knack to reel a man all the way in, maybe two, three, four, five months or whatever, and all of their times are good, and then you top it off with sex and you're not married, that's intimate, and he really, really likes you. Ain't no man going to stay in there just to play that game that long when he got somebody else that can give it to him today. If he really likes a woman, he's going to sit up there, and, and, and it might take six months. It might take seven months, but by that time, he's all the way in, and it's not going to matter because now he loves the woman, and he's going to get married to her. But if she's giving, if she's doing all that stuff on the first date, hang that up. Hang so that see, up. I think Dan Darren's so, saying is why we got to reevaluate what we see when we're trying to get with a woman as far as, you know, we need to be thinking. And aside from the sex and everything, is this a woman that's coming into my life? You know, because like I say, you find out when you just said it, you know, if you just lusting after her, and if you get that ultimate thing that you wanted, you would lust after her and you just wanted to get it, you know, if we objectify women in that form, then yeah. But what about, again, am I looking at this woman where we've had conversations, I see how intelligent she are, she has some similar values as me, 
about, you know, raising families and doing this and doing that. You know, 6 9 said earlier, she's the type woman, you know, oh, I love her because uh, I really dig her because she's compassion for other people in need, you know. Uh, she loves people. She's always willing to help in hand. She's this, she's that. You know, so you got to get that part of personality of her and say, this is a person that I want to be on the long term. I want to be with her for a long term because I think together we can do this. We can come together as a couple, as a man, as a woman. We can come together, and this is going to make me happy, and this is going to make her happy, and together we work, we click. You know, outside of the sexual thing, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be more because you can't objectify a woman. And that's all, you know, whether it's a wifey or whatever, whether she's wife material, whatever you see her as, if you objectify her and the lust that you have for her and how you want to be with her intimately, you know, it's going to draw the line there. But if you see her in a whole nother light as far as beyond that, because that's a part of her, we all are uh, multiplistic as far as our personality, our characters, and the things that we do. You know, it's not just, oh, she's just a woman. And all she good for is sex, you know. Oh, well, here's no, the woman over here. All she good for is go to work, you know, uh, whatever. What you just described, it takes time. What you just described of what you mm-hmm. find out in a woman, all of that yeah. takes time to find out about her. If you have sex so, with her on the first date, you don't want to find out the rest just, of that stuff about you her. You ain't trying to find all of that. You ain't going to even get to that. So, it's because right. it's so dinner, Right. So you prove my point. That's all you wanted her for then. That's all you wanted her for. You, you know what? Let me let me ask this question. Let me let me ask this question. Show me a person that hasn't built some type of attachment to another person once they've had a sexual relationship. Do you do you not care for the female anymore just because y'all have a sexual relationship? Do you not care for her? Yeah. Yeah, some people out there like that, bro. Look at all these uh, women who get pregnant, and all of a sudden, even before the pregnancy is over with, the guy's gone. So, yeah, that happened. But, Sam, what is what is what is intimacy to a man? Well, I mean, I in a nutshell, yeah, in a nutshell, because it could be, it doesn't have to actually be the physical sex. I mean, intimate, like saying, we could be intimate, you know, where – you curl up on the couch and watch a good movie. You know, we know Darren, you know, him and his wife have bath night. You know, that's intimacy. So it's levels of intimacy to include, right. you know, sex. So it's levels yeah. of intimacy. Intimacy right. evolved. Well, I would say it evolved definitely in time. Because, I mean, you know, when you start out younger in any relationship and even marriage, you know, there's certain things that you're looking for. But as you continue to evolve together, Intimacy changes, and I've I've said it before on the call. You know, particularly as I continue to get older, intimacy for me is not all that sex and all that anymore. It's about being able to emotionally connect with me, being intellectually connected to me, being able to sit and carry on a conversation. There's other things that are definitely more intimate and more detailed and in depth now that actually speak deeper to me with where I am in life now than just the sex. So I think Mm -hmm. intimacy evolves. How many of y'all hear better And how many of y'all communicate better After you have sex After you have to release <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying let's just be I'm, I'm going to be honest I do I'm going to be That's honest right. I do. How many, how many I know of you like I'm cool with curling up After you done did what you did You done busted Whatever 
I'm not how to say it on the radio, but after that, you know what I'm saying, you, you feel more intimate. Women have to feel intimacy before they have sex. Men have sex and then they feel intimate. You know, it's just a turning issue. But, you know, but that's that's not what, what you said, what you said, it's a couple of female comedians, and they got a joke. They said, you get with the guy, and you get him up to that point, and just when he at that point where he about to go over the top, you start, oh, baby, I got a bill due, and I need $100, and he going to say, yeah, 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 because, you know, he want to, you know, and you talked about that communicating, you know, uh, after intimacy or doing it or whatever, you know, again, it's a time and a place for that. You know, if I had a woman and we were together and just before I got to that point, she started asking me about some bills and stuff, I might punch her, you know. <laughs> you know, this ain't the time for that. You're playing games, you know, stuff like that. And I know those are jokes, but you probably got some women to take that seriously. You know, they figure, hey, if I put on my little, you know, sexy outfit and do this and do that, I can get anything I want from him and da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, so we can use that. You know, that's why I say we talked earlier. You guys might have missed, but last week when we went off air, you know, I told guys uh, we're women. You know, I heard this saying. They said they're going to, you know, they want to try to get the most money they can from a man and give up the most, you know, a little, a least amount of sex they can, and they'll use their sexuality where a man try to spend the least amount of money he can and get the most sex he can. You know, so, again, some of these little games and these ideals and stuff that we play with one another when it comes to male and female, especially with intimacy and sexuality, you know, we try to use that to our advantage. You know, as you always say, they say sex sales, you know, sex sales. Again, we try to use that to our advantage, you know, but it just comes to a point when it's one man, one woman, when you get down to coming to a relationship, what it is we're going to understand about our intimacy, about our sexual interactions with one another. And this is what we do, me and you. We ain't worried about everybody else, the whole world, what your sister, your brothers, and your girlfriends doing, whatever. This is me and you and how we deal with one another. I, well, to, to answer Sis Nine's question, I don't believe that a man is more communicative after he has sex. I don't believe that. I believe that he don't care after he has sex because she can be talking and he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, I believe that's more so the attitude. And you call that yeah. communication. So Yeah, but that's, another, that's another flag. That's another flag. You're supposed to be listening. Now, you don't well, You're engaged. You're supposed, now you're supposed to make her, you I, to, I, supposed I think, to make her I think, think it depends you're on the, I think it depends on the person. I mean, it really depends on the person, I think. You know, who some people... Who what, what man does not feel better after you don't have sex? That what wasn't, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I that don't wasn't the question. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't say... We, that's not the argument. The argument is, you said that a man is more communicative after he busts yeah. a nut. And that's you, not... You, when you, when you I, feel I, better, when you feel better, you're more communicative. You may act like you're listening, but at least you're acting like it. When you feel better after you eat something, <laughs> you feel more relaxed after you eat. That's just biological. I didn't want to break it down and make it sound like animals. You know, I wanted to put a little romance in it, but, you know, let's be uh, real. Uh, about I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree at all. I, I think I agree with I agree with my man. I just don't care at that point. It's like I I'm more inclined to just tolerate shit than actually. I mean, I, right. that's different than me paying attention and listening and being communicative. It's just Absolutely. that whatever. Just, yeah, I'm just like I just, can just tolerate whatever. Just leave me alone. Let me go to sleep. 
Just don't <laughs> give up. Just moment up. That's what your mindset is when you're at that moment after you done got your release. And you call it, some of us, like you just called it, you call that communicating because you're not yeah. arguing back. You don't care. I call, I call it tolerating. I mean, you know, I think it's a different it's story for different folks. It's better than what you would have done had you not had sex in 30 days. Let me just say that. <laughs> it sure is a whole it's, lot. You're more How much are you listening in? You're How much are you really listening in? That? How much are you communicating in? Right. I ain't communicating <laughs> at all. If this is balled up, you walk around tight. <laughs> Man, you ain't, to, you ain't trying to hear nothing. You ain't even uh, trying to hear nothing. No, y'all talk you, about that. You y'all got it. these rappers on your pillow talk. Y'all got to have y'all pillow talk now. Nah, but <laughs> no, nah, I mean, we talk about. You ain't about, even coming home. Like, like you talking about complicated. You know what I mean? Complicated. That's complicated. That's a complication in some a lot of relationships. I was just gonna say maybe that's part of why why none of that worked for me because I didn't want that complication, so I just flat out said, "Don't talk to me now. If we're gonna talk, talk in the morning. I can handle it." I just flat out said it. I don't and I don't understand why more men don't. Okay, after sex is the worst time. I can. You can talk and I can be quiet, but if you want to be listened to, you're gonna to have to talk in the morning. Because all you're going to be doing is bouncing words off of me, and I'm not going to be processing anything you're saying. I'm just being real with wow. you. Like, I want you to be real with me. And that's real. Well, well that's yeah, real. that might be so. But, but maybe they just want you to be quiet and act like you're listening, pretend you're listening. Because a lot of times they just want to feel like they're hurt. They don't want you to come in fixing nothing. They just want to feel like they're hurt. I mean, I can't handle that. Just content. <laughs> just act like you're <laughs> And they're destroying every thought that you have right there. They're just shattering your peace. They're messing your serenity up. And then in the morning, they expect you to be functional. Okay, no, Man, you don't have a friend right there. You don't have, you don't have love right there. Right. And they right. recall everything that was discussed. I can't recall everything you just shared with me after that. The, 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 you know the um. Go ahead. Say it again. I, I just say it again. And they expect you to. Go ahead. Say it again. And they expect you to what? And they expect you to recall everything that they shared with you post sex. I can't Trust recall that. that. Yeah. Even if they I, say I no, I, I just everything. want you to hear me. Yeah. I just I just want you to hear me, and then they tell you five chapters. Uh, and, and they tell about 14 different people that have nothing to do with one another, but they keep on putting them in the story. And then they get done with something that they couldn't recall. If it said it to them in that same exact way, and then they get mad at you if you can't put it all back in detail and respond to it yeah. all. Well, hey, Verbatim. I thought you just wanted to be heard. Why did you want to know? He started to sound a little MGTOW. He started to sound a little MGTOW. He sounds right. 
He sounds like a couple minutes be, away, ladies and gentlemen, from kicking story. off the show the live here tonight. To for those who may be interested, yet. we are also currently, for the first time here in quite a while, we are broadcasting this show live right now over on YouTube.com. Just search for Late Night Live. Yes, all, all separate words. Late Night Live. You'll find us over on YouTube right now. Now, in a live broadcast of this very program. Stay with us. We'll be right back to kick off the show. He's live here tonight. So she broke you off and you rolled over and went to sleep. Night, night. Ooh. Rolled over and go to sleep. It didn't happen just like that. No, we talked about it and I was on. If we had that tonight. I'm going to get sleepy right at that moment, and I can't cross this talk. I'm going to let you know. So she knew before going in. I was honest with her beforehand, and I said, if you're wanting to cuddle and talk, okay, in the morning after I've gotten my sleep, I wake up. We can cuddle and talk right then, and as soon as we're done talking, I'm probably going to want to have sex again, take a quick nap, and I'll get up, and I'll do chores and stuff like that. So I'm being real, so that will take care of you, and I have to take care of me. Could we do this? I just flat out Rest and repeat. How does that work for you? How does that work for you? Well, at, work first, for you? at first, but I'm not, it's not does because this is this is uh, when I was married. Um, okay. And I'm not married anymore. And uh, right, so it, it, worked, it worked great until other things got in the way where, you know, I thought we were having – Honesty on both sides, and that just wasn't there in many, many different areas. So that just came destroyed, destroyed it all. Oh, we tried to talk it over, but the words got in the way. (laughs) (laughs) I got a a monkey wrench. I got a monkey wrench. Um, According. To a money magazine survey, couples fight about money twice as much as they fight about sex. And oh, yeah. in nineteen in nineteen sixty seven, roughly twenty five percent of women worked outside of the home. Today, that number is at sixty seven percent. So it close to triple.
you said that. Yes, yeah, what a dude walked up and shook my hand and was like, I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> Right now. Okay. Don't bring your daughter to it, bro. 
you love your daughter. I don't, listen to me now. So why not as men, me and you? Love seriously, as men. I'm not telling you not to fuck with me. I'm not telling you not to fuck with me and not to bring me down. Can, can I not ask you something? It, it seems like you're being sincere. Stop trying to please your followers. How am I trying to please the followers? I'm actually trying to talk to you. Can I talk to you, Bob? Yes, I was actually trying to talk to you, brother. It sounds like you, you're being real, so I'm trying to be real with you. I'm right now in tears, my nigga. I'm telling you right now. Don't tell me I said something about your daughter that I did. I know you love your daughter, man. Don't do that to me. Because you know I didn't do it. Please, man, if you want to talk to me private, do it, man. Don't say I did something I didn't do, man. I don't have that much hate for you, bro. Please don't do that to me, man. Especially when kids do it. That's what really touches me, huh? Excuse me. I'm so serious with you, man. If, if you can't do that, Nigga, crack this nigga, crack this nigga, crack. 
The conference is now in silent mode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting coast to coast and around the world tonight, it is Todd Morris live in all new edition of the program. I see we already have a couple callers here Line and wait. I believe I see Bathtub Girl. Yes, on the call. As well as the Reverend Rowdy K. We'll check in on the phone lines. Check in on the drama. And get this show started off right. It's Todd Morris tonight. Right here. And exclusively on YouTube. Talk to and Block Talk Radio. The world's biggest simulcast.
gentlemen, welcome to Late Night Live. I am your host, the Late Night President, Todd Morris. For the first time tonight, we are streaming this wonderful program for all of you live tonight, not only just here on Talk Show, but also around the world as we welcome Blog Talk Radio and, of course, the Late Night Live channel over on YouTube.com. Been a while since we've broadcasted here on YouTube. So thought tonight would be a fitting night just for that. And as always, no matter where you are or what you may be doing, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here tonight. Wondering what the hell is going to be going on here uh, across various networks here uh, tonight. Of course, we're following breaking news as we come on to the program tonight. Uh, in just a little while, we will be going back to the evil show, yes, with host and Spreaker God, DJ Bad Guy, who made a, a desperate plea last night on a very late-night edition of the evil show, making a, a very desperate plea, a very emotional plea to all of late-night, not just late-night in general, but Americans in general. And I think you're going to want to hear what DJ Bad Guy has to uh, has to say. I think it was rather rather interesting. Also tonight, we're following continuing breaking news. It seems that our good friend, the King of Talk, yes, has finally responded, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he has finally offered up some sort of response, creepy response after uh, apparently he did hear or was here a couple nights ago on the program when myself and Jimmy Lethal had a few, I don't know, you know, laughs in regards to the Kings of Talk. Seems like he's just a little bit nigger man. And so I will play the audio and let you decide for yourselves. All I have to say is hashtag creepy. Yes, creepy. Creepy alert. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the program, we are going to be opening the phone lines here shortly to take your calls live. Area code 724-444-7444. Again, that's area code 724-444-7444. Not sure 90 seconds. Long. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, not sure how long we're going to be here tonight. Uh, I don't know. I guess as long as things stay interesting. Speaking of interesting, in just a few moments, I believe, if I am not mistaken here tonight, we will be welcoming Bathtub Girl here to the program. Well, that should be interesting in itself. Yes, again, you are listening to... Will you shut up? Will you... Yes. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Todd Morris tonight. Very special edition as we are broadcasting late night live here tonight across various networks, uh, YouTube, Talk Shoe, and Blog Talk Radio. Hoping soon to add Spreaker to that wonderful mix. That's right. I have a goal, ladies and gentlemen. That is to put together for each and every one of you each and every night here on Late Night. Internet Talk Radio, the world's biggest 
simulcast. Yes, where we will go to the hills and the mountains to bring you the very best in late night internet talk. Ten seconds. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the alert. So, yes, we're getting ready, apparently, to say goodbye for now to our Block Talk Radio live stream listeners. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, I know we're supposed to all be so very excited, okay, because Granny Bitch over there has found some way to get Spreaker and Block Talk to, you know, want to merge and kiss and make up. I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible. I think it will be hell here on earth. Hell on earth. And so, yes, we are going to do the next best thing. We're not going to Spreaker. We're not going to Block Talk. We're going to go to YouTube. That's that's where we're going to go. I will not be a part of this massacre between Blog Talk Radio and, and Spreaker. Can you imagine? We're going to have Blog Talk Radio content over on Spreaker? Really? No. Absolutely not. All right, so... What shall we do here? Shall we play a little more elevator music for all of you lovely people out there? Or should we go to the phone lines? Maybe we should go to the phone lines. Yes, they have been waiting patiently, patiently tonight. I have no idea what is on tonight over on TalkShoe. It seems that the iPhone app there on TalkShoe is, is a little nigger mad. Yes, a little nigger mad. So we were depending on being able to stream uh, talk shoe programming via the Talk Shoe iPhone app here on YouTube tonight. But yes, apparently those plans got thrown out the window about an hour and a half ago when we realized that the app is niggering once again. No need to worry. Indeed, no need to worry. All right, let's go to the phone lines now. So, guys, go ahead. Again, the phone number to call, ladies and gentlemen, coast to coast and around the world, you can. You can be a part of this show as well. Area code 724-444-7444. Again, that's area code 724-444-7444. But you've got to use the call ID number uh, for this particular program uh, in which we're using TalkShoe to, to play these live calls for all of you here tonight. You've got to use our call ID 141 Six nine zero again one four one six nine zero. Be more than happy to hear your niggling here tonight. Let's go to the phone lines now, shall we? The conference is now in silent mode. All right, it's in silence mode. Yes, we're going old school with this. All right, open them up. Oh, God, that didn't sound good. Not with bathtub girl waiting in line. The conference is now in talk mode. Yeah. This one time, two lesbians took me into a dumpster and fed me a hamburger. Took you into the dumpster and fed you a hamburger? Oh, no. Poisonous, poisonous. Vice President Jimmy Lethal, I believe that is. Yes, welcome to the show, the king of the nigger smash. 
How are you tonight? Nigga smash. I'm doing good. Nigga smash. Smart. Oh, yes. Yes, we get to do some nigger smashing here tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's nigger time. Oh, yes, yes. Who else do we have on the call? I saw sister was here. Sister, where are you, sister? Don't tell me she's she's ran off and started Who's another protest. Damn you. Damn you. I think I saw Reverend Rowdy Kane was here as well. Uh, and Angela, she might have fell asleep again. <laughs> you remember when she did that? Like oh, yeah. oh yeah, plenty of times falling asleep yeah. with the dance hall with the cookie hanging out of her mouth. Which I really I can't say nothing because I power drinks on my show and I passed out a few times on there. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I haven't looked that far. And the fact that I would have had a bunch of new listeners one of the nights that I was doing it because. Well, I was doing that thing where I was reading uh, Motley Crue's The Dirt. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Yeah. Like, it's a great uh, read, by the way. Great read. Yeah, like I got some of the word out about it. And then, like, just before I was going to read that book where I was power drinking that shine that night, I fucking I passed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds, that sounds like Jimmy Legal. Oh yeah. Power drink. Oh yes. What 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 is niggering tonight? What's what's with this? I don't know. What's what's with Kings? Lethal. You gotta. We gotta we gotta get King some help. I mean he's he's. His okay, well, I haven't heard. You, I heard you were saying something about. Well, first off, there was that saying where he nigger smashed Calpo, and I knew we would. You know, which now Calpo oh, yes. back out and he's trying to nigger smash um, uh, fucking Squidward or whatever the fuck his name is over on Spreaker. Uh, Squidward Hubbard, I think. Oh, no, Hubbard is Squidward now. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's Squidward. You know. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Spongebob, quit niggering on my property. <laughs> That's horrible. I can totally picture him saying it. Damn it, Spongebob. Can't you eat your fried chicken somewhere else? I'm trying to play the goddamn salad ass. Oh, my God. Can you eat your fried chicken somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. That's gold. No, I mean, I I just heard Kings. He did a show, like, the night after we were all on the show together. And, uh, you know, we had a couple laughs over Kings and his niggermonium. I don't know. I hear this guy on his call the very next day, and he's like, "Oh, I've grown up now. I'm not immature anymore. I watch what I listen to now, and I just want to thank all of my fans. If it wasn't for my fans, yeah, I wouldn't be here. I'm, like I'm, like, I'm not a troll, and I want everybody to hug." Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a fucking nigger. Like, really? He's got fans. Yeah. He's all my listeners. I've grown up over the years with all my listeners. It's like the and, fucking tar. You have no listeners. And I've grown up over the years with Star Wars. And we're turning the double offer. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend is in a wheelchair, that crippled cooch. Hashtag crippled cooch. I can't even talk with this goddamn this fucking crippled bitch in this guy. What's her favorite song? Get Around or whatever? Round, round, get around, I get around. <laughs> oh, goddamn commercial. Oh no, they've got a fucking team of hover routes. That's horrible. Uh, uh, Kings likes to get on it and play that nigger song. They see me rolling, sniggers. And they see that I got a wheelchair, bitch. Got a wheelchair, bitch. I got a wheelchair, bitch. Got a wheelchair, bitch. Got a wheelchair, bitch. <laughs> I can picture this badass like riding that thing into like a goddamn McDonald's or some shit. <laughs> you there, D? Todd. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What what was that? What was what? What was that? Like I can't hear you for a minute. I don't know what the hell's going on over here. I'm I'm pressing mute when I don't want to press mute and I mute it when I'm talking and I don't know. It's it's chaos. <laughs> it's the devil and Tony. Ah, I'm Doctor Chaos and I'm going to tell you about my Lord's wheelchair, pussy. <laughs> the marvelous wheelchair, pussy. Oh God. Oh, are you are you drinking tonight, Vice President? Are you are you smoking the goods tonight? Yeah, I'm just smoking it enough. I got this. Uh, I got some good shit on me right now. I got some blue dreams. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's the kind of shit that you smoke and you start losing things that are two feet in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know all too well. It's horrible. Like, wait a minute, what yeah, am I trying here for? I've got two Mountain Dew bottles over here because I keep losing them. You got what? I got two Mountain Dews over here because I kept losing them. Go and get one and forget. 
go back and get another one. Forget about that yeah. one too. That way, if I'm I'm looking, I'll see it if I'm looking one way, and I'll see it, you know. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'll smoke so much I tend to lose shit that's too fit in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to get your take on on what DJ Bad Guy was talking about last night on his program about this whole kneeling during the national anthem nigger mad bullshit. Yeah, well, you know, this is why, you know, I skateboarded when I was a kid. Uh, you know, I wasn't on the, the high school football team and shit because, you know, I don't, I didn't want to deal with a bunch of goddamn niggers, you know, football. Oh, you know, the niggers. The niggers. The niggers ruined it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's historical. I mean, listen, and you know, they were just mad at the, the monkeys. I think they, they should have been mad at the motherfucker that owned that team because it's his niggers, you know. So why isn't everybody mad at him, too? You know, he should have fucking whipped his niggers in shape, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You're going to stand there arm in arm with your monkeys. And like the rest Circus. You might stand during the goddamn national anthem. That you know, that's basically fucking treason. You know? Exactly, exactly. It's a disgrace. Off with their heads. Off with their nigger heads. Off with their nigger heads and their nigger nose and their nasty nigger lips and their pretty little nigger, nigger paws. Off with their heads. Off with their heads. <laughs> Send those niggers to bed off with their heads. <laughs> hey, you were the one who told the classic joke here on the show that the reason why Martin Luther King had a dream was because all niggers do is get high and sleep all day. It's true. They're it is true. Nasty, <laughs> nasty. I just had some fucking Mountain Dew come out my nose, man. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> watch that. Uh, I was like drinking the soda, and you said something, you know, I fucking laugh like and then drink. <laughs> what's been What's been going on in the wonderful, the wonderful world of lethal? Well, a bunch of stuff like, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had to do this bullshit with my bank card because they went back totally niggers with it. And I was at work the other day and I, I tried to buy an energy drink with it. And it said that my card was like niggered or some shit. So <laughs> I had to go to the bank and go, hey. Why are y'all in my car? Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Don't mind that bitch. God. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, I was like, why are y'all nigger in my car? You know, and, and they were like, well, we were worried that there was a fraud. Uh, can you explain this for? Uh, I was like, yeah, I can uh, explain that $14. I was in the delicious bill. 
This is what I actually call it. <laughs> Delicious meal. Um, I think it, it it's um it's absurd that y'all are going to go right shit of me spend $14 in Deliciousville. And uh, I, I said, well, we're, we're sorry, sir. We will unnigger your card or give you an in. I said, fuck no. We will unnigger your card. <laughs> and they made me a new one. And it was totally unnigger. And so I was able to, you know, buy her and to drink some fucking beer and shit with it. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm using the goddamn ATM again to pay my weed dealer. <laughs> that is awesome. awesome. Are you- Actually, my, my weed dealer is the one who, chose, who told me that I should go to this bank. And, you know, you should always trust your weed dealer when they tell you which bank's the best. Because, of oh, course, yeah. they're best, you know. There's a confidentiality and all that goddamn bullshit. So, you know, when it comes to banking, always ask your weed dealer. <laughs> That's our presidential tip of the day, yes. Uh, ask your uh, ask your weed dealer if first century is right for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> just... just just make sure your weed dealer is not a nigger. Yes. We all oh, yeah. niggers. You always got to make sure to have a white weed dealer. Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, goddamn nigger dealers are going to sell you dark shit that's no good. Kind of shit you got to smoke three blunts of it just to get fucking high. <laughs> because the fucking niggers. You know? You, you don't trust anything that came out of nigger town. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> Flush it down. Whoa. Down with the brown. Brown's down for the cow. He's drunk again. It's here as shit, man. <laughs> this summer. This summer. Prepare your anus for Dr. Harry Shipman's Big Ass Adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Shit Explosions by Michael Bay. <laughs> Dr. Harry Shipman's mad as hell. And this time, it's personal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I, I need to get a CD with that goddamn song that I used in that ad or whatever. Or just fucking download it and put one of those fucking... Uh, those button things on Spreaker with the sound effects. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Spreaker's got some. Uh, they've got some pretty yeah. awesome sound effects. They've they've stepped it up here as of late. Oh, I've added it. Well, of course, you know one of the sound effects I got in there is that thing where I got the the UVO it's time to kill niggers thing. Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's going to kill niggers. <laughs> I love it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. One of the greatest songs. I love all goddamn clip. I just every time I hear that fucking sound effect. <laughs> fucking, and it's you can't have a better sound effect than that, you know. 
What better way is that to introduce this segment than that? It's time to kill niggers. And now for a quick check on your forecast. Today will be partly cloudy with a chance of niggers. Avoid the KFC today because there uh, will be a complete nigger storm starting around 4 p.m. A nigger storm. Here, nigger, there, nigger, everywhere, nigger, nigger. I mean, they really are everywhere. Oh, yeah. Got these niggers chipping out. They don't want to go to the White House. Hell, yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Now, Vice President... I always have to ask you. Uh-oh. Damn, dude. That was a fucking cumulus cloud. Oh, my God. I think I found the flying nimbus. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, that... This is how you take a hit. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it is the one hitter quitter, ladies and gentlemen. I hit that motherfucker like a chance. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, yes, if you're not coughing until you puke, ladies and gentlemen, then you, you're you not smoking weed. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's what happens when you smoke all day, every day. <laughs> all day, every day. Whoa. Kiss me chill. <laughs> Still trying to recover. That's that's gotta be some good shit. Oh yeah. You gotta keep in mind I smoke his goddamn cigars too. My lungs aren't exactly uh in the best shape. Job <coughs> used the shit out of them. And then I talk about niggers. You there? At least you, at least you don't sound as bad as Kings. Yeah, but uh, Kings' voice sounds fucked up like that for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was listening to his show and the whole slow opening that you were talking about the other night, and I've never yeah. really noticed it. I'm Kings, and I won't. To talk about shit and Star Wars. Oh my god. What was that shit he told us about shit making people feel better? 
icon where I think it's got your face there on the on the piece. Yeah, on the old Sega Genesis game. <laughs> like I'm the goddamn beast from the game. Um, hey, I was wondering where that background came from. I'll I'll tell you where it came from. I uh, I was playing in our uh, tabletop RPG with my brother. You know, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. And fucking, I actually won. And that never happens because usually he kicks my ass at it. So, uh, and I was drunk and I was, you know, overexcited. So I stood up and I, I said, Yes, I'm the ultimate fucking beast. And he said, uh, he started laughing at me. He said, You just reminded me of that goddamn Sega Genesis game. I said, Are you talking about Altered Beast? And he said, Yeah. And then, you know, we were fucking joking about it, and, you know, a few hours later, I made that. That is that is awesome. How is how is your brother, by the way? He's he's doing well. Um, Maddie is all hell, though, you know. As usual, he's getting the goddamn crazy check. You know? Oh, yeah. um, Aren't we all? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, he actually, um, because I figured out a loophole in, uh, in some shit with his crazy check. He used to work at a McDonald's down in Florida one day a week as, like, a lobby person. So he'd basically just sit there with a broom and dustpan and sit in the lobby and watch TV and shit all day. And, like, you know, of course, they put him in the easiest job possible because, you know, he's not here now, shit. Um, so they, uh, and this went in for, uh, on for a while until he flipped out and started standing on tables. Standing <laughs> <laughs> on tables? <laughs> yeah. And he started giving, like, biblical speeches and shit to people in the McDonald's. And really? Yeah, he lasted there about two months, and then he he had one of his fucking schizophrenic episodes, and started sitting on tables giving biblical speeches and shit. He went back in But I mean, considering how fucked up his head is, I mean. Holding that job for two months is pretty impressive for him. <laughs> <laughs> he stood on the fucking table in a minute. When I heard that he stood, he stood on the goddamn table because I didn't, I didn't know about it at first. I got a call from my sister saying he was standing on goddamn tables, fucking screaming shit. I said, no, please tell me he's not fucking. Doing the fucking John homicidal maniac shit. The right thing that night, he was uh, he was actually doing the bit from fucking uh, what's that goddamn Monty Python movie? The the one the one where he's Jesus. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! God damn it. Oh, I'm going to have to Google. I'm going to have to Google it. 
Anyways, my my brother was it. He he was like doing some shit from that, and in my brother's fucked up brain, shit like this is socially acceptable. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's in my brother's mind. It's it's totally acceptable to go into a public place, stand on the table, and start screaming shit at people. You know. Uh, yeah, you're talking about the Holy Grail movie, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you, Google. Damn, this looks pretty, pretty badass, too. Oh, yeah. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberries. <laughs> Damn. All the hamsters like to refer to themselves as ham hams. <laughs> it's true. I watch your brothers on hamsters. I don't think your brother's behavior is strange at all. I mean, he is. He is. After all, he is the brother of the great. Jimmy Lethal. Oh, he he gets out of there. That's because you ain't spoke to him for long enough and, and heard one of his nutty episodes. Like, you spoke to him a couple times, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, great conversation. I mean, couldn't be any nuttier than, than Bathtub Girl. By the way, where are you, bathtub girl? Uh, she's taking a shit. <laughs> she's in a Bernie Sanders rally. Yeah. Oh, Bernie Sanders! I'm older than God! <laughs> we were down by two at the polls. It was niggers in the polls. Oh. <laughs> niggers in the polls. I'm old as fuck. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Just yell with everything. You know what? What I really miss, and this, I gotta say, this is the best thing about the early 2000s. It's the ridiculous George Bush speeches, such as, if you teach a child to read, he or she will pass a literacy test. (laughs) Really, George Bush speeches were, they, they were odd. Yes, most of them. I remember him on stage at one of his celebrations right before he leaves the White House, and he's, he's up there beating on a pair of bongos with some niggers. Jerking his head from side to side. It's like, really? Like, oh, yeah. I'm the one on niggers. The nigger war. A nigger war. Nuka nigger. 
Yes, stupid nigger. Smacking nigger. Jimmy, how is how is how is your your dad doing? By the way, Mister Mister Lethal Senior. Uh, he's doing pretty good. Great, 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 great. Oh yes, it's nigger time. It's nigger time. It's Negro time. <laughs> well, what's what's been going on over on Spreaker? I haven't uh, been over there in a few days. Um. <clears throat> well, it, it's nice to see that Guy Shay's back. Evil Show, you know. DJ Bagwan. Um. Debbie uh, blocks me and then unblocks me on and off. And I get on her, I will sneak onto her show and say nigger. And then she gets nigger mad and I say, Are you nigger mad or any clamp it? And then, and well, she's, well, nigger mad. Uh, he said, That damn Jimmy Lethal, he's so mean to me. And then I laugh at her nigger madness and then I do a show about it. Where I mostly, I just play a shitload of corn and slit knot. And then I, I start thinking, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll have intention of saying shit on my shows about shit. But I'll be like, fuck it, I want to smoke this bowl and hear a song. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, it's a music show now. A music show, fuck it. That's how my shows typically go. You get a little bit of drama and then like a a shitload of fucking new metal bands from the 2000s. Hey, that's that's good shit. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much the reason why I stopped broadcasting on on Springer. I would... I actually thought about making a... uh, uh, a new intro out of one of them. Uh, you know that song by by Trap? Headstrong to take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. That song is <laughs> fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking about taking the intro from that song because that fucking riff, every time I hear that shit, that gets me pumped up. And just have it repeat over and over and like have clips. Of us trolling people and fucking shit from Guy Shay's show and like uh, all kinds of shit like like I did with my um, my original intros on Spreaker. Are you still using the uh, was it the Sonic Sonic theme? No, I'm not going to be using the uh, uh, Rise using the Sonic themes then, but like. You know, I, I I thought about changing it up and doing one with uh, um, the bo- the fucking ending boss thing from fucking Kirby Streamland, but uh, I'm really? debating between that and fucking um, I'm debating between that and the fucking shit I got on there now. You know, that oh, yeah. I ain't not uh, the what I was telling you about just taking that fucking riff or whatever and just having it play over and over while I have clips of, of shit play over it. 
The one thing you got to tell one thing's for certain: the new Clockwork Orange background music is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> that is Mike's fucking touch, and I will never get tired of that. No, no, no. It's always, always good, especially when you play good music. Yeah. Like you know, you remember Conker's Bad Fur Day for the '64. I always love that they fucking use that in opening of fucking game. Hell yeah. I do remember that. It was fucking badass. Damn, I missed the N64. Oh, yeah. I missed the Sega Saturn most. Yeah, I never really did get to play Sega Saturn. I think I played it a few times, a friend or two. Mine may have had them. I always like it because it's got a shitload of good racing games, like Impact Racing. You can get Impact Racing for it for fucking cheap, too. And, you know, that's actually a rare fucking thing with Sega Saturn games because it's one of the most expensive systems ever to collect for. Oh, shit. Are they are they hard to find, or can you find one pretty? pretty? Uh, some of, some of them are some of them are hard to find, but um, yeah. you know, <clears throat> shit, you can get on Amazon and order one right now. Uh, you can get a Japanese. What I'd recommend um is is get a memory card or whatever for it, a memory card plus, because if you get the memory card. Plus for it, there's no region lock. It it takes the region lock out of the system. The memory card alone does, and that's what's great about it. You ain't got to fucking mod it to play imported games. Oh, that's you awesome. just got to get a memory card for it. It's the it's the best. That and the um, the Super Nintendo or the yeah. the best Nintendo ever. All you gotta do to to play the imports on the fucking Super Nintendo is take a pair of pliers and there's like these two fucking prongs on the inside and you just yank them motherfuckers out <clears throat> and you can play imports in it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I never even knew that. That's crazy. Yes, the Super Nintendo. Sega Saturn in 64. Those were the days. Those were the days. Yes, yes. I would actually kill to play a little Sonic 2 right about now. Actually, there's a Sonic Jam collection for the Sega Saturn. It, it's got all of them, plus some fucking binary shit where actually the, there's a little 3D world that you can play around in it, and it's got some little fucking time limit games in it and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Speaking of games, what what new games do you have as of late? Have you gotten any new games? Um, not... I I really don't play new shit that much. I uh, I play all the old shit, but um, lately I've been playing uh, 
Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for the Game Boy Color a lot. And it's pretty fucking good. That's badass. I think the last... One of the last times I talked to you, I think you had just gotten Mega Man. Uh, Well, I've I've had it for a while, but I was... uh, Oh, or you're talking about when I got older from yes. a Yeah. Yeah. I ordered the Japanese version because the fucking American one is pretty the goddamn right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, are you still doing any any uh, gaming stuff on, on YouTube? I, I have plan. I have a few different plans for bringing some new gaming videos to YouTube, but lately I've just been like getting on there and going bigger man, and then fucking ranting about people like goddamn uh, like John McCain, that old fucking I that old bastard dies a fucking AIDS, nigger AIDS. <laughs> that fuck ain't he dead already. He's goddamn three days older than Jesus. Like goddamn Bernie Niggers. Shit, I think he I think he's actually older than Bernie Niggers. Sean <laughs> McCain. He's close. He's close. He's getting there. And, and people fucking calling him pop sucker war here. Heroes don't get captured by the fucking enemy. <laughs> Don't forget out there, ladies and gentlemen, anybody listening who may want to chime in or uh, add some insight, feel free to call in anytime at 774-444-7444. Just use the call ID as long as you're not a nigger. At 141-690, we'll be more than happy to hear you call. Yes, yes. I really meant it, though. Don't be a nigger. A 1-800-nigger-born. <laughs> oh, I did see something. Tyrone Jenkins, nigger-born. Yeah, Tyrone Jenkins, nigger-born. <laughs> oh, my God. Now valuable for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it's a Nintendo Switch. Oh, Tyro, Jenkins, Nigger Bar. I love it. God is so, so dead. Everything's been so nigger today. If you knew a nigger died today, what would you get him for Christmas? <laughs> uh, oh, shit. $20 gift certificate at Pizza Joe's. Pizza Joe's, yes. Yeah. That's totally niggers. Totally, totally niggers. Niggers! God damn. You know, I, I heard that fucking 
at Chester Niggington of of Nigger Park. Right. <laughs> Chester Chester Nick Niggington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chester Niggington. <laughs> uh, I heard that like before like he was in Nigger Park or whatever. Like he worked at a goddamn Burger King. You know, I could picture that he'd be on the register of that little goddamn microphone, right? And somebody would have like a walk in the middle, and he'd be like, they'd be like, in the end, that's four ninety nine. In the end, that's about five dollars. Oh no, that's probably why you did it, ladies and gentlemen. The memories of of Nigger King, yes, were were just too much for old Chester the handle. Yeah, he didn't stand his nigger days. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he tranny fan him. But what do you think of of Lincoln Park's uh, music, for the most part. The first three albums were good, um, but nobody, very few people know about the third album because before that, they did some gay nigger shit with Jay Z, and it's a shame. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Their best album, but nonetheless, the nigger shit was terrible, and they get what they deserve. And you know, the part of this. When people die, everybody's like, "Oh, goddamn, they were they were so great." No, somebody fucking disappointed me in life. Them dying does not change that. Death is not a fucking excuse, you know. No. And no. Had, I didn't even know they had more than three of them until fucker died. But then they said, "Well, we got a new album," and I heard it, and it was gay ass pop shit. And, you know, if he was making that for the end, you know, in the end, he doesn't fucking matter, you know. <laughs> Good albums, they had to have the rich love shit here this year now. For all this, it's fucking niggers and you know.
It really is. It really is. Oh, my God, he did die like a nigger. Oh, that's horrible. It's like you, you can't make this shit up. It's like goddamn Shakespeare wrote it, you know. It's just one of those classic twists. He did that shit with a nigger, and then he died like a nigger. He did. He died like a nigger. My God. His his four, four children. Hopefully they won't grow up to be nigger lovers like he was. Uh, you know, they, uh, yeah. I bet you when he lynched him, himself, he's like, I'm nigging out, lynching myself in the bathroom today. I'm nigging out, lynching myself in the bathroom today. I'm nigging out, lynching myself in the bathroom today. In the <laughs>
Picking cotton here. <laughs> Vice President continued to to continue to massacre niggers and give me maybe about thirty seconds, I'll be right back. The nigger massacre. Hold on a second. I'm in flavor country. <coughs> <coughs> Oh God, it's niggers. <laughs> niggers. It was niggers. It was niggers. Jimmy and it's totally fucking niggers. They jammed out. They're nigging out. In the end, they're a bunch of filthy niggers. <laughs> the end. Literally the end for him. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> niggered out. Yeah, it's true. They niggered out with goddamn Jews. Niggering <laughs> out the filthy niggers, and you know it was niggers and Jews. Filthy niggers, niggers. For all this, the fucking blue gum nigger rides. <laughs> right, blue gum. The blue gum niggers. <laughs> Damn, so hard. It was niggers. In the end, it's totally fucking niggers. They had to chimp to get in jail. In the end, it's totally fucking niggers. Yes, in the end, it is totally fucking niggers. Oh my God! Chimping out his niggeros. The suit was free. He got it for free in jail. <laughs> I, I I could like toy with that fucking song forever and like that. I can, uh, by the end of this show, you'll have like 30 fucking remixes of me doing that shit. <laughs> That's fucking great. I'm just disappointed that there are no niggers here tonight. I, I don't know. I mean, if, if the niggers won't come to us 
vice president, we may have to go to the niggers. Yeah, like, where are the niggers, you know? It ain't so niggery. Kids, we want to step closer to a chimp. And I'm about to nig. I found it fucking negative. Since we want to step closer to a chimp. And I'm about to nig. One step closer to a chip. <laughs> oh my god. One step closer to a chip. That has to be the greatest. <laughs> We're gonna die. This is it, people. What's that closer? Yeah, yeah. F- fuck you, YouTube. You can't say anything about your copyrighted music. I want a nag. I want a girl because I found it so niggers. I found it niggers on a Saturday. All this Saturday long. And I couldn't have nothing to say. I can't believe it was niggers right there in my face. It was niggers. And I let it all out to find that it's not the nigger that ain't nigger in mine. It was nigger. So what had happened niggeratively? Because I can't justify this nigger who's oaking at me. It's a nigger. <laughs> it's a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking golden, golden. That was pretty fucking good. Yes, we're calling all niggers, calling all niggers. Uh, uh, you know, it's a different band, but they toured with them, so I guess it's still on uh, the subject. But niggers are brown, niggers are niggers are brown, brown, niggers are brown, they are shit brown, niggers are niggers are brown. They're brown. Are you down with the brown, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown? I found it so niggery. It was chance for you to see. It was so damn niggery. Something smells so niggery. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. That's a badass song, too. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, like, Peachy was their best album. Uh, their second one. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the, the best-selling ad. That, that would have been the best-selling ad album of all time that they would have been able to fucking advertise it. Oh, yeah. 
one step closer to a chimp. (laughs) 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 That shit is crazy. One step closer to a chimp. That's fucking hilarious. It sounds like a fucking campaign slogan. One step closer to a champ. <laughs> One step closer to a champ. And I'm about to dig everything so nigga. I'm about to champ. I need a little room to I'm about to champ. <laughs> These are the niggas that rape and steal. Filthy ass niggas, it's nigger real. <laughs> I'm about to champ. Waiting a longer, can't stand these chants. Saying these niggas are niggerness. Please, someone give me a rug to lynch these niggas. <laughs> We're being serenaded tonight, people. No need, no need for musical breaks tonight. We're giving you all the content, all the nigger-free content that your heart desires. You're on the Nigger News Network. (laughs) The Nigger News Network. You're listening to 14.88, The Nigger Smash. The Nigger Smash. Yes, I forgot to tell you about our newest weapon in the arsenal. Yes, the she Moon, the she Moon Slayer Six Thousand. <laughs> the Nigger Slayer Six Thousand. <laughs> nigger Smasher Three Thousand. The Nigger Smasher One Thousand. <laughs> And then come out the 9,000 more, just because it's over 9,000. Smash your nigger braids all over the pavement. But, like, the only thing, like, that would really be, like, like you would have a flashlight or some bullshit extra like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, like when they re-release these consoles and shit. Yeah, it's like a new one every year now. It's like, fuck. I can't, uh, I can't wait till they come out the Nintendo game and fuck. What, till they come out with the what? The Nintendo game and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great fucking device. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, number 
like the old shit, you know. Um, I got back on uh, the main verse. Uh, I am uh, prepared to get kicked off again. But to get kicked off of Spreaker? What are the niggers back over there? It's uh, Nintendo Miiverse. You know, it's a fucking... It's a gaming shit that you sign up for or whatever. Oh, I see. If you got a fucking... fucking, Like, it's free, but, like... If you got a fucking internet connection, you own a 3DS, you can get on this shit. And I got on there and I kept drawing pictures of Hitler... Saying in the Pokemon thing, there was a Pokemon on there, and I kept flooding it with a a picture of Hitler giving a sick hell. And I kept kept flooding this thing with these, and I kept putting shit on there, like, uh, got a gas a mile. And then, like, I showed, uh, like, pictures of Pikachu with a swat. I drew, like, pictures of Pikachu with a swastika armband and fucking put on there, Hitler did nothing wrong and shit like that. And I kept flooding the oh, Pokemon with that. And then where I'd originally got on it through, which was through a Kirby game I was doing a log through of, now I'll continue eventually. Whenever I start to feel like get around to it, the whole fucking apple collecting and shit. That's fucking nigger. I mean, I, I, I really can't fuck with it for more than five minutes at time. But, um, you know, it's nigger. <laughs> I can imagine the kids are running and showing their parents the picture of Hitler. Mommy, who's this? <laughs> I want to be the very best that no leader ever was. To catch juice is my real test. To gas him is my cause. I will travel across the land searching far and wide. Teach you to Jews to understand the power of the He really was the very best. 
No one ever He got he got over six million of huh? You there? Todd. Todd, why are you niggering, dude? Niggers. Todd.
Brother. Hey, Angela. Hey, how are you, Jimmy? Not much, all right. What, what have you been into? Have you been doing political shit? Oh, man. I've been putting up a booth for the Tulsa State Fair. Uh-huh. I'm just so tired already, and the state fair hasn't already. It hasn't even started, you know. Did, did they nigger? No, oh, they will. They probably will tomorrow. The, the <laughs> volunteers, this one has an issue with that one, and, you know, the Equinox has to just be so-so for the other. I'm like, really? Either you want to help or you don't. You know, I'm just, I don't know. Oh, then there's it. the Jewish was, guy. Go ahead. You missed it earlier. I was, I was thinking Lincoln Park song. <clears throat> and I was making him about niggers. Oh. Yeah. Well, I called in much earlier and he was listening to some other podcasts. And I wanted to tell them. Pardon? Check this out. You're listening. Okay. Yeah, ask me a question, but all right. Listen. I have a choice. You're listening to 14.88, The Nigger Smash. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do you think? It's okay. (laughs) That's fucking happening. I don't Where's Todd? I don't he was here earlier. Yeah, he did his little fucking disappearing act that he does. You know, you'll be talking. What the hell? I mean, what the hell is wrong with that boy? Like the other day, I was talking to him, and I thought maybe he he went to go let out the dogs. You know, he does that, and he just never came back. He went to you know. No, I just thought he was like, I don't want to talk to that crazy old bitch, you know. Maybe he was thinking that. I don't know. Bitches never see me. I had it called yeah, into a show. It's so long. Oh, excuse me. But he was calling into some shows like he does, you know. Yeah. And um, I fell asleep. He called into a really, really boring show. There was a nationalist show on, you know, like nationalism. And yeah. I, I was called him to tell him about it. And he's already listened to another show and doesn't unmute me. And I'm like, what oh. the hell? You would have loved this other show. Speaking of documentaries, I, uh, I watched a documentary <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, what was it? It was about Charlie Manson. I saw part of that. It looked pretty good. Oh, yeah, it was epic. I was was fascinated with shit about Charlie Manson. I always was. 
You know, they finally left one of the Manson bitches for a right. Yeah, she was sick. <laughs> no, I mean she had some type of cancer, I think. Was it nigger cancer? I don't know. It's niggas and cancer, cancer. <laughs> it's a goddamn Aussie Osborne song. I know. Uh, I think that was a B-side to... Um, I think he was probably the best singer we've had in maybe a hundred years. Oh, yeah. I mean, the structure of his song, the lyrics, and the tone of his voice. Like, can't get much better than Ozzy. Oh, yeah. I could see him live twice. Cool. Once with Black Sabbath and once with Zach Wilde. My brother got to see him a lot. I was always jealous. They let him go to concerts, and I couldn't. Uh, I got to see Marilyn Manson's old guitar player when he picked him up. That's cool. That was Ozfest 05. Wow. So how long has Todd been gone? Um, Like about a couple of your minutes. Are you talking like 30 minutes, an hour? Like like about five minutes before, like I heard you on here and we started talking. Okay. So it was. Well, he's probably just gone to sleep. I got a queen downstairs. He probably need a vacuum. Aren't you gonna wait for Todd? Sorry. Aren't you gonna wait for Todd? I already heard him earlier. But he was going to talk about niggers. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's been disappointing lately, so. I I found him disappointing. I, I thought. Well, I don't like it when he just disappears like that. You know, if you want to shut down your show, fine. Don't make me seconds. wait. Well, you got to know when to hold him. And that wouldn't solve them, you know. I don't know. I mean, he's talented. He's funny. He's good people. I guess I'm having a hard day. It's totally fucking nigger roll. One day you're not going to talk like that. One day. I have a dream. Jimmy longer. What's that? You know, What's that 60 seconds? Last motherfucker that had a drink got shot. <laughs> well, I'm proud of all those football players, I'll tell you what. I'm not. Fuck them. Fuck football. Name. Oh, what was that woman's voice on there for? 90 seconds? Well, what was no. that about? I don't know. Probably about niggers. Did you call in through one of your shows? Uh, no, I, I was just niggering. Oh, that's such a bad word. No, it's not. 
I say it is. There is no such thing as Ten bad words. seconds. Ten seconds? I mean, Are I, we going live somewhere? Well, behave yourself. If it's his show, behave yourself. Todd likes when I talk about niggers. I don't know, but this sounds like BTR, the the woman's voice. I don't want him for a Ford. You are on shit nigger radio. Stop that. <laughs> I heard that. You laughed a little. Come on. No, I did not. Yeah, you did. You be nice. You no, did. No, I heard it, too. I heard it, too, sister. You laughed a little bit. <laughs> I did not. He snuck up on us. Jesus. Uh, Todd, he, he, he was playing goddamn. Uh, he was lurking. He was very lurking. On your ass. No, 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 I had to go in and, and nigger just a tad bit. I had to restart the uh, the YouTube feed. But yes, we're back. We're on YouTube? Yes, yes. That one time I was waiting for you to come back and I rattled and rattled. Please tell me that wasn't on YouTube. You were rattling? No, 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 I don't think anybody heard. At that point. So. Well, it, I mean, it was like I was waiting for you to come back, and I thought you just let out the dogs like you usually do, right? <laughs> but no, you didn't come back. I was just like, man, I'll just keep talking because I thought you're, it was your talk show, you know, so I thought I would make sure there wasn't dead air. Oh. No, let's talk about niggers. No, I actually fell asleep uh, suddenly. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it happens. I must have bored you to tears. <laughs> <laughs> but it sure was good to hear your voice. <laughs> now, sister, what what political work have you been oh, involved Jesus with? Christ. I heard you say I've been... that you were so tired. And well, yeah, because I've been... The state fair is happening. It starts on Thursday. Well, we have to put up the booth. They paid $8,000 for this wooden structure that we have to put up every state fair. Like there's this octagon octagon thing in the middle. Then there's this back wall and the side wall. And then you got to put the pictures up. And then you got to put the candidates' pictures up. And then we we have to still hang two TVs. We have to hang two TVs, and all the volunteers are bickering with each other. You know, I've been to the point where I have had enough. Niggers. And then the Jewish guy goes over to the Republican area. And we got a phone call on that. Someone drove their SUV and parked it next to our booth that wasn't supposed to. Someone drove their yeah, well, she's a long-time volunteer, and the boxes she had to carry were not that heavy. You know, she could have just brought them in. Were they niggers? Actually, well, I don't. I don't think that really matters. But this facility is large enough to draw to, to drive your vehicles in, and the area between the booths, you know, you can do that. So, <laughs> but, 
And then I she took my. We had this. So we put a in your car. Now let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I have this hang tag for for a vendor spot, so I, I don't have to park like two miles away. No, you she mean, took my. Stop it. A nigger she spot. Took, she took my vendor tag. Like that nigger thing's worth five hundred bucks, you know, and just. Whoops. Wasn't too happy. But what's it, nigger? Yeah. Hey, Angela. Are you going to bathe? Um, I can't. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, tone it down. You're hurting my head when you yell. I'm sorry, but it was yours. Oh, come on, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Why are you? Do you have a nigger grain? A nigger migraine? A nigger grain? I am not answering that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's niggers. (laughs) Oh, sister, if, if Bernie Sanders decides, which I'm pretty sure he will, to run for election again, are you going to work on his campaign? If they ask me to, if I can get a job, a paying job, I'll probably no, work like Bill. This is Bernie Sanders. Uh, welcome to the debate. It's a debate, the last debate before I have a stroke and die. And Jimmy, die. are you drunk? Ah. Jimmy Lethal, are you drunk? <laughs> what have you been doing? Because you're more ornery than normal. <laughs> No, I just, I feel like nigger, you know. It's totally fucking nigger, bro. But in the end, you'll find it's niggers and a dollar How much is your gas, Todd, down in Texas? How much is gas down in Texas? I say 15% or more on my car and show I maybe... <laughs> I think we're at two ten, maybe two fifteen, somewhere there. Okay, well that's about the same. They're wanting to raise our, our. We don't have a gas tax. I don't think Texas does either, but uh, they're wanting to put one in, and I'm kind of upset about it. You know. Uh oh. I don't oh, want them from like California. Oh my God! Oh, they're talking like a dollar more. They're talking about a dollar more on the the gas. A dollar more worth of niggers. (laughs) What a dollar more worth of niggers! My God! I know. Yeah, they're trying to turn us into instead of the GDP, you know, the oil companies. Yeah, they usually had to pay a GDP, and they only pay one percent now. It used to be seven, but apparently there's a a drive to get it oh, back about, up there. What about you know, we're broke, niggers incarcerated? We are still number one in the Dangers! nation. 
Uh, if you're going to ask me a question, let me answer it. Niggers, collect them out. All right, I'll just be quiet, and it could be the Jimmy Hour. I, I thought it would be the nigger hour. Oh, I'll just mute myself. Oh, fuck, it's niggers. God damn it. Well, you keep on interrupting by yelling and shouting. I tell you I have a headache and you still yell. But you never want I know to, you can tone it down. You never want to talk about niggers with us. Yeah, you never really do talk about, you know. <laughs> you can't say it, can you, Dad? No, no. Because <laughs> you were brought up right. <laughs> so, oh, so I can say you it. You got this her. troll caller. You got this troll caller. Uh, we're on BTR, are we? No. Yeah, we're on the Oh, God. Stop yelling. No one will want to listen. Well, talk about niggers with us. You know, let's not yelling. Well, we can talk about the NFL. How about that? Yeah, they're Okay, all right. Well, I was proud of the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. That's a good place to start, sister. How do you feel about this whole taking a knee, you know, hand-in-hand with the monkeys. Well, I was proud of the Dallas Cowboys. I was proud of them because they're making a statement that you can't tell us who we can't. They are niggers. They are niggers. They're treasonous niggers. Treasonous. That's a strong word. He he sounds really high. He sounds really high. But um, when President... When President Trump said that that they should fire people who... I can't get a sentence out. That's what he said. He said it was totally niggers. But when he said to the basically the owners that you should fire, in the end you'll find it's sneakers and a dollar forty nine. I'm just gonna mute myself till he behaves. Uh, yeah, but what do you think? Think about my hit song there, niggers and a dollar forty nine. It's totally fucking niggero, and in the end you'll find it's niggers and a dollar forty nine. What do you think about that? Hey, Angela. Hey, Angela. Angela, quit niggering. Uh-oh, Angela was niggering. Why is she niggering? 
Oh, come back, sister. Come back. I was muted and I was talking and no one could hear me. Sister, don't leave, sister. Sister, we need you. Yeah, we need you to talk about niggers. Yes, sister. I asked you a very important question. You were you were saying yeah. what President Donald Trump said about niggers. About niggers. It's a fucking nigger roll. Then you'll find. It's bigger than a dollar forty nine. Come on, sister. Oh, she's she's a little, you know, she's a little bigger. Right? I wanna say niggers at night and get drunk the next day. <laughs> You found it, niggers, cause it's totally growing. You found it, growing. I found it, niggers. Sister, come back, sister. <laughs> I'm taking some ibuprofen. Do what? Jimmy has driven me to ibuprofen. Oh. Yeah. That hurts my head, Jimmy. She loves niggers, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves niggers, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves niggers, yeah, 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 yeah. You know I wish on you right now, Jimmy. But she knows they can't do my app. Cause she loves that nigger so, but she knows they need a bath. Because she loves niggers, but she knows they can't do bath. Because she loves niggers, and she knows they need a bath. Well, you obviously need some soap in your mouth. That's a classic Beatles song. Oh, Oh, oh no, sister. I would wash his mouth out with soap right now if I could. (laughs) I am a demigod. You cannot. Thou shalt not pass. Or some shit. Niggers. I imagine Jimmy's throat is black as the night is. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's rotten to the core. To the poor. Oh my God. Niggas! Just listen to him. Like Niggas! He is, he is a bit bored on read tonight. You know, it's. He is. Niggas! It's not niggers. Hopefully. Hey, what do you think about uh, Cal and fucking Kings? Yeah, I got a question about Calcote, though. You know, it was all good when other people were getting bothered or someone would show up on their doorstep or maybe they would get swatted. Stop it. I'm talking. And then he 
you to don't get all me. bent out of shape when someone oh, shows up on his property. Woman. Now, why is he entitled to get upset when he doesn't care if anybody else gets harmed? Because it's niggers. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. See, I knew we were on BTR. Uh, no, you're on NIGTR. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's a private show. Okay, well, that's good, because I didn't want you to get 404. Thank you for listening yeah. to Blog Talk Niggerite. <laughs> Boy, some of their shows are getting kind of crazy. There was a white nationalist show. Of course, it is well, really white, but... Did you hear uh, it? Man, fucking Did I hear white? Did you hear the white national... Well, actually, it was the loyal knights of the KKK. They were here on talk show. Well, I was listening on BTR. There's a national show at night. I think it's yeah. between the 9 and 11 o'clock hour. But they... They try to make them sound legitimate, and they do sound legitimate. But it's just like one of the black shows bashing the whites, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a good show, and I think they should be able to have their place at BTR. Say it one more time. Proud to be. I can't hear you. I really think he must be really drunk. I think Jimmy's really drunk. Because he's usually not this bad. Even his singing is off. I mean, normally his singing is much better than this. Oh, God. Well, when he gets drunk, it sounds like this. I'm not hating on him, but I'm just saying. That almost sounded like a hill song. What? A hill song? Christian hill song? I call it. No, like from the hills. He did this inflection. It sounded like a hill song. Oh, my God. Every day is and you know. Sounded niggas champing out. You're filthy niggas and you know. Yeah, I'm going to mute myself till he has his fill of singing. No, sister, don't. Don't do it, sister. Well, I mean, we can't have it. Union, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my family has dwindled Yo, down to this. He got us a KFC. got a welfare check to show you, so let's get the fuck out. Tell that nigga. Yeah, that's coming better.
When you're nigging out, it's fucking totally gay. Chambow It's the call of groids. No matter where you say it, you know that it's niggers. That sounded a lot better. Your voice sounded better. Thank you. See, if you stick with wine, it won't affect your voice as much. Wine? Sister, you're not over there still drinking wine and taking... No, I mean, if you drink from the vine and not the grain, it's a lot better. For your voice-wise, you know? Oh. A lot of singers will drink more wine because... Well, like vodka and that stuff, that's from the grain, and it, it'll hurt your th- your voice. Nigging the fuck out. It was totally niggers. Jimmy, when's your girlfriend coming over? Nigging It's totally niggers. Jimmy, where's your girlfriend? She's niggering. Where is she? <laughs> Well, is she coming over or are you going over there? Do what? Is she coming over to your place or are you going over there? I'll be going over there. When did she get off work? Uh, it all depends on what happens with it. She's, she's a non-call nurse and shit. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Jimmy has a new girlfriend. I don't know if you know that, brother. I did hear some echoings about uh, a new possible Mrs. Lethal. Well, you're happy. You're happy, aren't you, Lethal, about her? I'm happy as fuck. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's good. I mean, I, I think she's great for you. You know what else is great? Okay, don't yell. Don't yell. No, you know what else is great? Yeah, what? Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes? They're all niggers! (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would like Cocoa Puffs. No, 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 actually, I like Count Nigula. That's my favorite cereal. Yeah, and Frank and Fear. Where did where did Cocoa Puffs come from? <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know. Plus the darkness of the the cereal. I thought he probably likes to eat that. Ninjas. Oh, that's actually a decent one, Bastel Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I never expected to hear that one. Because I'm thinking that his girlfriend is black. That's what I think. Nah. What? Yeah, she you is. Know. Let's be honest. I am being honest. There's no way she's white. She's got to be have, having some type of no, she, darker she, she, skin than white. 
Oh, I bet you're with a black woman. You know, I told you they're good. They're mm-hmm. educated. They're smart and nice. And I don't. I don't associate with niggers. Uh, I think you do. No, no. I think, See, I think there's another side of you. Well, we all know I associate with all different kinds of people. And I think that you've got a whole bathtub full of niggers. You, you, you got a bag of niggers. Bathtub nigger. You got bathtub niggers. Well, I really think that she's a woman of color. Nah. You love her long time. No, I don't. I, I, I don't. Oh, I bet she is. I bet she is. Dark as the night is. I can. Uh, what was it saying? The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I can. Uh, I can send I you think a that's photo. why you're so happy lately. Listen, listen, I can send you a photo of her. Sure. All uh, right. Do I have you on Skype? You can send one to my phone number. You know you can. Yeah, I can. And now make sure this is of your girlfriend and not some white girl. Oh, it is. It's got to be a black woman. I just know it. Oh, you're going to see more of her than you bargained for. Oh, man. Yeah. Sister, I can't believe you would make such claims. About about brother. <laughs> well, we know he's been drinking a lot, so. I've been nigger. Yeah, when you drink, people can make mistakes. Sometimes you can nigger. Sometimes. Wait a mistake, sister. That was really, that would be worse <laughs> than a mistake. I know. But he can always deny the child. Wait, where the fuck? God damn it. I forgot to say, this is what happens when you goddamn. See? See? She is black. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my gosh. What? Jimmy Lethal. I had no idea. I knew you had a big heart. Shut the fuck up. I'm looking for, stop interrupting me. I'm looking for your goddamn number on here. Nigger. There. There you go. Nigger. I yelled at you. Oh, my God. It's a black woman. I, there's nothing wrong with it, Jimmy, really. I'm, I'm sure looking, she's a beautiful woman. I'm looking the for The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I converted him. This is cool. I'm looking for He's got a black girlfriend. God damn it. I'm looking for your fucking number. <laughs> sure you are. You're just hiding the truth. I knew there was something different about this one. I knew there was something different about her. I don't fuck around with niggers. Well, did you think that was just a tan she had? Shut the fuck up for a minute. (laughs) I mean, the tan that she had, I mean, think about it. It wasn't just a tan because it was all over. She doesn't have a tan. She's actually pale as fuck. Mm hmm. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I think you have turned. I think you've come Stop over it. to the other side. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. 
I'll have to get you a membership into the NAACP now. I'm going oh, to <laughs> Well, I talked to the head of the NAACP, what was it, two Saturdays ago? I think we can get you in for a discounted rate. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> the converted rate. I'm loving this. She's a black woman. Wait till I get on Spreaker and tell everybody. I have converted you. No, you haven't. You haven't done shit to me. I don't have your fucking number, Neil. Yeah, you do. No, no, I fucking forgot to say it. I say hi all the fucking time, Angela. You really expect me to keep up with anything? I think you're embarrassed. No, I, 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 this is it's better than having a black boyfriend. God damn it, Angela! Fucking. I, I mean, she takes care of you. She loves you. You know you do. What you called me? What four days ago? Listen, I'm I'm still figuring out shit. This name fine. Stop fucking all right, talking all right. to me. Don't give me a second to talk and shit. I don't man. give you a second to talk. Oh, look who's talking. Oh, my gosh. Brother, can you believe he said that, that I don't give him a chance to talk? I really think he does have a, gr- a black girlfriend now. No, sister, come on now. <laughs> that is atrocious. <laughs> Well, we all know I've had black girlfriends. I can kind of see the sign. Angela, are you on Twitter? I don't get on Twitter that often, really. God damn it. You know my phone number. It's just that you do have black girlfriends. And there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. I'm just surprised. I got your Twitter. I don't have your phone number. You do have my phone number. You called me a couple of days ago. Listen, I got your Twitter. Let's see. I call bullshit. Oh, yeah. I can now call him the nigger-loving Jimmy Lethal. The nigger-loving. Oh, damn it. As he goes up in hot coffee, he loves to drink and eat hot coffee. Hot coffee. You know, you spread the legs at the Y, you know? Oh, hot my coffee. God, sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where the fuck are you on here? I'm looking for you. You just called me four or five days ago. It was like at three in the morning also. You called me like at three in the morning. What do you fucking answer me, you dumb asshole? I thought I had. You know, it was like three, four in the morning a couple days ago. About the middle to, well, maybe it's almost a week ago now. What? What's your handle on Twitter? I don't know which one. I don't remember, to be honest. It's just on the computer I click on it. I really don't use Twitter that much. Do 
Jimmy and Nick are kissing in the tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, if it's upsetting you that much, you don't have to send me a picture. I'll, I just won't talk about your love for the other kind anymore. I, I don't love niggers. I think uh, I finally converted you. I'm just, I'm really happy about it. I think it is so cool and, you know, it's hard to change. Don't you agree, brother? No comment, sister. No comment. <laughs> he wants no part of this, I can tell. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I guess I could do a sh- I don't do those shows anymore. Hey, Todd, what's your handle on Twitter? What's you don't remember either. Yeah. I don't think Todd remembers. It's T. Morris BTR. All, all one word. BTR. At T. Morris BTR. All right. You know, I got this beautiful black and white panda. Maybe I should send it to you. Saying sorry, you cannot message this account. What the fuck? He may have it where he doesn't accept uh, direct messages. Well, don't worry about it. It's weird. God damn it. It just means someone's been fucking with my Twitter. Probably. That's why I don't use Twitter anymore because it's so people can mess with it. I don't want to waste my time with it. I used to do so many uh, tweets and retweets. Here, Todd, I'm going to, I'm sending it to you. Give me the second. Now, this is some probably random white girl he's sending you a picture of. This cannot be the black coffee he's been drinking. The what? Black coffee? You know what I'm talking about. Check your Twitter, Todd. Okay. Let me uh, head over to Twitter. Give me one second, guys. Jimmy, fuck the nigger. TikTok. (laughs) Sister, 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 come on. Be nice. I think it's so sweet, though. In the arms of a colored lady. You know, black women are are so beautiful and educated and talented and loving and generous. You know, I, I think I'm glad you've seen the light. I can't wait to tell the one angry Jew. I am going to tell the one angry Jew that you like black coffee. Wait a minute. The one angry... You've been hanging out with the one angry Jew since... No, but I want to. I want to hang out with him. Todd, have you you checked your Twitter? Yes, sir. I am on Twitter right now. 
dun da dum dum. Dum da dum dum da. It's on your message. It says I tweeted it to you that. Oh, you tweeted it. Okay. A random white girl. Or maybe he did give a picture of his black coffee. No, oh, I bet she's hot. I bet she's a beautiful, hot black woman. Did you get the picture? The random white girl. We could do face recognition. I sent it to Team Laura. Team Laura's BTR? It should be there. The, uh, uh, well, I'm yeah, sure that he can figure it out and it to you. Yeah, I sent it to Team Laura's BTR. Oh, Are you guys Twitter friends? Do you follow each other? That might be part of the problem. What do you mean? If it's not showing up. Well, if uh, it's not showing up, it can be because that he's not a follower of yours or you're not following him. I think Todd is following me and I'm following him. Okay. Well, that's cool. Good morning. I was just saying if it wasn't showing up, maybe that's why. So I'm going to start calling you Black Coffee Man. That's going to be my nickname for you, Jimmy. I'm going to start calling you Nigger Whore. (laughs) I like black women. See, I don't take that as an insult when it comes to black women. Todd, did you get it? I should have got it, but I don't forget to say it. Check your notification. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Are you checking it? Which bell? Which one is the bell? Do I? It'll have a bell and it'll say notifications next to it. Yes. It's a bell, right? Yeah. Look at these titties. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has been really happy lately. I'll have to say that. I see why. Oh, my God. He's been very happy lately. So how how black is she? She's not black at all. Oh, then that's got to be a random white girl that he sent a picture of. No, it ain't. Are you in the picture with her? No, but it's it's the background at my house. You can tell. Mhm. Photoshopped. No, it ain't. I know you got skills in Photoshop. Uh, the one angry Jew would probably agree with me. Oh my God! There he is. Okay. All right. I need to stop looking at that and get back to the show here. Oh my God. I went in. No, it's not you and her. It's some random white girl. Mm -hmm. I heard that. You photoshopped it. You put a background behind her. It was really easy for you to do. No. 
You're a Photoshop genius. You've made pictures and all sorts of things with Photoshop. It actually ain't that clever. There's actually a lot of flaws if you look closely. Ah, see, you admit it. Admit what? He just admitted that there was a lot of flaws, actually, because I was accusing him of photoshopping the picture. Yeah, what does that phrase? So I left some shit on the whiskers of that fucking hamster and the weed name I made. Fucking sue me. You know how to use Photoshop. You like black coffee. That's all there is to it. Now, I will keep your secret, Jimmy Lethal. I will keep the great secret of the hot coffee. No one need know. I don't fuck negresses. I'm not you, Angela. I got self-worth. Oh. Oh, my God. Get a picture of you and her, and I'll believe you. All right. Otherwise, it's black coffee time. Oh, no, black coffee time. Mm-hmm. He savors the juice, the taste of black coffee. See, I, I left him speechless. He doesn't know what to say. Sister, you've gotten... It's incredible. Negrable. Are you still looking at that picture, Todd? The random white girl? No, no, I had I had to step away from the photo. Okay, <laughs> Rose is still there. What's that mom Oh yeah, very, very, very nice. Yes, <laughs> indeed. God. Ebony and ivory. Living in is it perfect harmony? Perfect oh no, harmony! Damn song! Oh my god! Ebony, <laughs> niggers. I don't have some goddamn there. All right. I think I took his buzz away. You're My horrible. evil laugh. I'm trying to make an evil laugh. <laughs> I can't do it. No, 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 it sounded pretty good to me. I took Jimmy Lethal's buzz away. Yay. Horrible, sister. Horrible. Well, he was yeah. going off the nines. You know what I'm saying? He's he was flying a little bit too. He was flying too high. No one could have a conversation. 
I guess this means your clan memberships were revoked. membership is for a vote. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Mm. What is that noise? Uh, I'm chewing on a cat the Mountain Day. Oh. Do you like Mountain Dew? At least it's not black coffee. <laughs> oh, that was fun. You know I mean no harm by this, right? Horrible. Horrible, sister. <laughs> well, here it is. Found it. Found what? Oops. You got a picture of you and her? Yeah. Well, good. Send it to Todd. I'll trust that he'll tell me the truth. Since you conveniently lost my number. Yes, yes, yes. Like, he'll call me up at 3 in the morning. He goes, Angela, her, what? You know what's funny, huh? Niggers! That's what he does. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I do apologize. This was supposed to be our big family reunion tonight, and <laughs> now it's, it's broken out into a family fight. It's the family feud, talk to you style. Oh, God. Now, Jimmy, I love you. I've just been giving you a hard time. I, I, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Try to get your clan membership revoked. If I clan offended you, I... <laughs> if I offended you, I truly do apologize. Jimmy? I'm looking you there? God damn it. I can't find the fucking... Well, I'm sure that picture you sent to Todd was the real deal. And I know she's really good for you. And I'm happy for you. You gotta admit it was a little funny to think someone like you would go for black coffee. There we go. There we go, Todd. Everybody knows you wouldn't do that. Exactly. Yes. I just couldn't keep it up for very much longer. (laughs) Oh, you tried. You tried, sister. I did try. I can't troll like that. Niggers. Because that would have hurt his feelings. You know what I'm saying. It's the Nigger Smash Family Reunion. 
Did you get a card? Oh, you sent another one? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I think the first one was more than enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, there they are again. Oh, my God. I'm a dirty sucker. I can't help it. Oh, I can see. Were you cleaning her feet with your mouth again? You said you're dirty. I'm kidding. Uh Oh, they look, they look adorable together. Well, that's good. Great picture. No, I think she's really good for him. Yeah. At least it's not a 60 year old whore from Texas. That actually sounds like something my friend Jerry would do. He's a dumbass and he fucks all women. Oh, that's like true. He's and he fucks old bitches. And I make fun of him and I say, what are you going to do? Fuck some old bitch while she watches murder she writes? Is that still yeah, online? Do what? That was Angela Lansbury, right? That did did the murder she wrote series. I don't know about that show. I was talking about my dumbass friend Jerry. Yeah. Well, you said murder she wrote, so yeah, it's Angela Lansbury. If she's still alive, I don't know. We've lost so many great actresses and actors, and just all around good people. Yeah, it seems like more and more of them are leaving us by the week. I know. How are things doing down there in Texas? The the floods, the are people recovering or Yeah, I mean for the most part things are getting back to normal. I guess mm-hmm. there's been some problems with the Red Cross. Got a couple angry niggers at the George. Niggers! Yes, yes, niggers! Niggers! Got a couple angry niggers with the Red Cross. Now, Angela, you can hear the cross about What did you say, Jimmy? Are you prepared to talk about niggers this evening? Well, I have. I talked about the NAACP, I've talked about black coffee. Hot black coffee. I got to tell Straight you, into your I, mouth. I really think you're going to like this. What do you call a black burn victim? I don't know. What do you call? A twisty <laughs> nigger. A what? A twisty nigger. Jesus. That's bad. I'm digging it. Boy, you would have gone off today, that Democratic booth. Should have heard them. Uh, I've worked the fair since 2008. You know, just think they know everything. I mean, come on. Niggers. Hello? I'm here. It's awfully quiet. It's awfully niggers. 
be very, very quiet. I'm hunting but for I... niggers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I took your buzz away, didn't I? Yeah, you did, you ass. <laughs> Sometimes I ask. You up to do something very assy like this. Well, you were hurting my head because you kept yelling. You brought it on yourself. I had to take Ooh. ibuprofen because of you. You ass. Oh, you insulted my bloodline. Well. <laughs> So, Todd, what do you have going on with uh, your calling to shows? And I've heard one. It was something about roaches. Nigger Oh, my God. Oh, you got to hear this, Jimmy. Jimmy, you got to hear this. This was like the most black show I've ever heard. And I'm sitting there listening to Todd streaming it. And my jaw's just dropping like, oh, my God. And I'm trying to find it on BTR because I want to call in, you know. Do a oh, character. it's actually a, a talk show show. Uh, oh, damn. No wonder I couldn't find it. Yes, it's a talk show show. It's called uh, On Point Radio. On Point Radio. Yes. On, on Point. On she point was good. I mean, she had to be making that stuff up. Oh, no, I think I think most of it was true. It had to be. Oh, my God, really? You should play that again. I mean, that was really good audio. Okay, oh, yeah, we're going to uh, for the for the new upcoming Tyrone Jenkins Nigger Barn show. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Hey Todd, why don't we call into one of those chat lines? The Nigger Chat. Remember that time we met Nigger Thirteen? <laughs> Lead me, nigger thirteen. <laughs> nigger thirteen. He's got skits and green. What sister you want me to call the? Uh... Well, we could have some fun if you guys want to. Do you? Are you guys up for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Always. Now, always. now what's our story? Are, are you going to be Tyrone? Or are you going to be? Tyrone's so funny. No, no, no. I no, we need to destroy the niggers on this call. Not, not encourage okay. them. Yes. Oh yes. Well, well, what's our game here? I mean, what are we gonna do? Gonna are we the a... nigger smash family? Is that who we yes. are? The family. The nigger smash family. The nigger family. <laughs> And we're looking for nigger free zone. (laughs) Okay, there. That's good. And we're going to clear the rooms of niggers. Not only are they going to be fired from the NFL, but we're going to return them to Africa on a raft. It's niggers when it's niggers in the nigger family. Do something with Nigger Smash Family. Is there a song you can fit that in? Nigger Smash Family. Oh, there you go. That was funny, though. (laughs) Hot chocolate. Hot coffee. Niggers. 
Oh, did, did, Angela, do you ever see that thing where I pissed off Debbie and I called up her show? And I said, are you a nigger man, Granny? <laughs> no, I heard you did something about a Granny Clampett show. I think that well, ripped her off. Yeah, it, it's, it's entitled Granny Clampett is nigger man. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen. I listened to part of it. I couldn't remember the title, but. I I got on there for JP's line, right? So she couldn't hang up on me without hanging up on JP. So oh, that's she couldn't right. figure out how to hang up on me. And I kept going, niggers! <laughs> JP must have loved that. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. I think it's my, maybe my allergies. Great conference. I don't know. To return to the main menu, dial operator. This is the main menu for conference rooms. To enter a room, dial conference room. 17. There are five others in the room. Say hello. Welcome back to Africa. For your granddaughter. One for niggers. No. No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nigger. That's right, you are. Hello? Nigger. Take all the niggers. <laughs> Clear the room of niggers. Nigger. Clear the world of niggers. Send them back to Africa. You I am so back up what it is. Not you, the girl. Okay, shut up. I ain't talking to you. Hey, he tells white. He knows I am. I am white. We all know that you fucking suck dick for lunch money. I am white. Yeah, white men don't know about it. Yeah, 
Dumb dead nigger, dumb dead 
conference room. Eleven. There are. Seven. Others Negative. in the room. Say hello. That's an Obama phone. Yeah, man. That's Nigger, Danny. That must be one of those African sandstorms. White storm, man. Holy fuck. Sucks, man. A storm of niggers. Nigger storm. 3D. <laughs> That's right. Obama phone. That nigga's done Obama phone. So we're going to kill all the niggers. Kill all the niggers. All the niggers. Kill all the niggers. Kill all the niggers.
Having to reconnect, I don't know. Welcome to Shitnigs. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if there actually was one of these platforms and it was called Shitnigs. That'd be fucking hilarious. Where the fuck did Todd go? Is he angering? <clears throat> he could be on the other line reconnecting. If he accidentally hung up or something. I don't know. They might accidentally but I can't be on here very much longer. I, I got to finish cleaning downstairs. You thought you had to finish niggering? Cleaning. <laughs> yeah, but... God damn it, Angela. I got you good earlier. Yeah, you did. But yes, I, I did. You reacted. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but nonetheless, I've gotten you good before, too. So, you know. 
Well, I was just having a little fun. Yeah. I didn't need to hurt your feelings, though. You didn't. What do you think about, uh, what do you think about niggers? Yeah, I could learn to Photoshop and put a picture of you and a black woman together. That might be fun. It might be niggers. <laughs> I don't know anything about Photoshop, so. It's it's really simple. You just slap shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the new one I made. Um, I got this. Uh, it, it's a goddamn hamster from Hamtara, and with a pot oh, leaf in the ground, and it says, "It's fucking reefer time." Mhm. Awesome. And then I got that one. Uh, have you seen the one I got on Excuse me. The one I got on Spreaker now, I'm under the name The Ultimate Beast. And oh, okay. I, I, do what? Is it okay? No. You said you're under The Ultimate Beast, and I said okay. Yeah, I'm under the name The Ultimate Beast on there. And I got this new image up, and my brother actually gave me the idea for the image. That's where I kicked his ass. I had done some dragons. And, uh, Oh, that is cool. He said that I said I was drunk and I was yeah, I was overexcited about it and I was like, Yes, I am the ultimate fucking beast and he said, Dude, you just remind me of Genesis game and I said, You mean altered beast? And he said, Yeah and a few hours later I made that. Well listen, uh, when he comes back I gotta go. Okay. But, um I will tell Todd. I might call in tomorrow night. I will tell Todd that you said niggers. Please. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> niggers. Todd.
Todd. Niggas! <laughs> 